With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wow, today certainly was uh, pretty wild as the evening picked up. So uh, the House has voted to formalize the impeachment inquiry. Impeachment is on. Hunter Biden defied his subpoena and the GOP says they're going to hold him in contempt. He gave a speech instead. The judge has suspended uh, in, in Trump's uh, election interference case, suspended it. Pending a result in whether uh, in the hearing of as to whether or not Trump's immune, SCOTUS has granted cert to the obstruction charge in the J6 cases. It's been an absolutely wild day. And uh, man, we got so much to talk about. He, uh, uh, Tucker Carlson has joined Rumble. Oh, boy, man. So I guess we're going to get into all of that. Plus, uh, big debate on uh, on the Bud Light question. And we've got one of the best people in the world here with us to talk about all that. Before we get started, my friends, head over to... TheBestSongEver.com. And boy, do we got a deal for you. Go to TheBestSongEver.com and you can pre-order our new song, Together Again. And I'll tell you why you should. We put out a song. We put out several songs. We get mercilessly attacked for no reason. And we even had people in the music industry tell us to F ourselves. The songs were not political. They were fairly basic because they don't want us winning the culture war. So you know what we decided to do? We were going to put together a song called Is This What You Want, which was going to be synth pop modern garbage. But the joke was not, is this what you want, girl? But like, is this what you, the, the, the music industry wants? Instead, we decided to team up with The Daily Wire, make a cover of their song Together Again, which was also their big F you to the music industry that told them they would not accept 100 times the standard licensing rate to play a song once for political reasons, I would assume. So this song is coming out on Friday. And we're hoping to shatter Billboard. We've gotten three of the last four songs out that we've released hitting Billboard. Uh, we didn't really promote the last one, but I'm fairly confident this one will reach Billboard. And we want to because we want to continually invade their spaces. Go to thebestsongever.com, pre-order together again. And guess what? When you do, you'll get a promo code that gives you 35% off your next order of Cast Brew Coffee. The song is for sale at 69 cents. And then you can use that to save loads when you order Cast Brew Coffee from castbrewcoffee.com, including subscriptions. Now, I'm not 100% positive because I'm telling my team right now what we want to happen is if you pre-order the song and get the promo code, then go to castbrew.com and subscribe to the coffee club. I want that 35% to be forever, forever. Meaning if you sign up and then in six months you cancel because you can't afford it, but then three months later you sign back up. The discount reapplies itself. I don't know if we can do that, but I'm telling the guys I want this to be the case. Every single month, you'll get 35%. Of basically, means you get a bag for free. So uh, there you go. TheBestSongEver.com. Help us give a big, fat middle finger to uh, the industry. And we've got Jeremy Boring and Michael Knowles. They're in the music video. It's uh, it's a funny bit. That Basically, the whole thing is a bit of a gag, but it's modern synth pop. I hope you enjoy it. Don't forget to also head over to TimCast.com. Click Join Us. To support our work directly, and you'll get access to our members-only uncensored show that's coming up at about 10 p.m. tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. You'll also get access to our Discord server where you can hang out with like-minded individuals. So uh, definitely do that. Smash the like button. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. Joining us tonight to talk about this and beer 
is Seth Weathers. I just downloaded and paid 69 cents for the song on Amazon. All right, let's go. So feel like I'm part of it all. Great to be here. Uh, it's, it's definitely a good day to be here for uh, with everything going on in the beer world. We've got some calendars. We've got a lot of exciting stuff happening. You're the beer guy. You're the guy who, when Bud Light came out and did this whole Dylan Mulvaney thing, you said, you know what? We're going to make our own beer, as we should. And uh, I got to be honest, everybody here is such a fan of your beer. You asked me if we had any, and I'm like, dude, if you if you bring like 10 cases, they'll be gone in a week. Pretty sure you like, had half a pallet, but we'll send you more. I think we did. <laughs> well, it's like, it's good. And people uh, like hanging out after work or whatever, having a beer, and it's just, it, it's just instantly gone. So we were actually debating a little bit about what's going on with the Bud Light stuff, but I think I would defer to you as someone who actually knows how to ship, sell, and deal with beer. And you actually have a calendar of conservative, beautiful women that you just put out. So I'll save it for the show. But uh, I mean, you, you've also done other things in the past with uh, wrapping paper. Right. Right. Uh, we're, I'm all beer all the time now. It's, um, it's, it's a lot. It's a heavy regulation business. But there's, there's a huge market for, again, it's, it's parallel economy stuff. And like, why are we giving money to companies that hate us? And they're taking our hard-earned money and they're putting it into causes that we hate. And so I just I sit there and see that. I'm like, and look, there's we can't do that with every single product. Look, my house is filled with products made in communist China. I don't want that, but there's a lot of not a lot of options. There is now an option for an American-made beer and American-owned beer as well. Let's go. All right, man. Thanks for hanging out. We got Luke Rutkowski as well. Is it real women or modern women in the calendar? It is real underlined, real underlined women of America. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm looking forward <laughs> to that. It would be very clear. I said that. Uh, well, so, who, so, some of the names people would know, like Riley Gaines. Riley Gaines, Kim Kasich, Dana Lash. Ashley uh, St. Clair. Ashley St. Clair. Uh, Josie, the redhead of Libertarian. Wow, you got, got everybody. Yeah, we got, got all kinds of people in here. So you have to check it out at conservativedad.com. Awesome. Right cool. My name is Zuckerdowski. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just saying 10% from the calendar is going to the Riley Gaines Center, which is fighting men and women's sports. I think we've raised about 20000 for us so wow. far and hopefully way more by the time we're done selling. That's awesome. My name is Zuckerdowski of YouTube.com forward slash We Are Change. And a couple of months ago, we made satirical Tucker Carlson for president T-shirts when he was fired from Fox News. And now there's talks of him potentially becoming a vice president. I think that's a great idea. If you agree, you could get the shirt on the bestpoliticalshirts.com and support my independent media organization as of course this company started because YouTube demonetized me. I also have wearechange.shop and I think us going into the business world, entrepreneurial world is where we need to go. So thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you, Tim, for doing what you're doing. And Ian, what's up with you, man? Well, you're welcome uh, for me doing what I... Hey, Luke. <laughs> I, uh, did you guys show this calendar yet? You want me to show I'm this? Not, I, I think you should. This is like Riley it. Gaines on the cover. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful cover. Look at that. She's like not even Photoshop. Yeah. She looks like Photoshop in real life. Love it. That's awesome. <laughs> and I love, Seth, that you said how you ex explain that we need to focus on buying products that are made in America, but are also America-owned because Anheuser-Busch is, it's in St. Louis, but it's a Belgian-owned company was, now. It, yeah, it was sold to InBev. And there's people that have contacted me and be like, yo, I work for Anheuser-Busch. I work in America. It's an American thing. And it's like, yeah, but it's not owned. It's a, it's a foreign company now, even which, though it's made in America. Which means you know a portion we, of all those sales is going to Europe. Correct. Now, one thing I would like to say on the show real quick, if you are a chain director and you have a chain director experience in the beverage industry, specifically alcohol, but the beverage industry in general, we are looking for someone. And that is a hard job to find because you have to have someone that has experience in that. So I'm going to take this moment to like, you know, ask that if you're a chain director, have that experience, reach out to me on Twitter at Seth Weathers. If you have no experience in that, I love you, but don't apply. <laughs> oh, you're about to show. Look at this. So I, want to give, I want to give a shout out to this guy. Uh, yeah, this uh, this is Zenjoy. It's really good. This yeah, we, we met this guy in the street. We were just in a store, and we were like, I "Hey, was, 
I was inspired. We went to a store earlier today and some guy recognized me and asked me if I'd be interested in trying some of his products. He asked me if I liked tea. I said I did. And he said that he sells what he makes is the opposite, uh, the opposite of an energy drink, a relaxation drink called Zenjoy. Small business. He's, uh, yeah, he's, he, he pulls up in his van. He pops up in the back and he's like, I got some drinks. Will you try them? I'm like, bro, I'll buy a case off you right now. Uh, I'm inspired by the entrepreneurial attitude. He says, I'm hoping to build this business and make it work. But he said something really great. He said, you get all these energy drinks. And he's like, I like to give these to firefighters, first responders, police officers, because I know it's a stressful job. I hope it helps make, helps make them relax. And I was like, bro, you just sold me right away. So uh, shout out to Zenjoy. And uh, he was super excited. I was like, bro, we'll shout you out. This is awesome. I really appreciate it's it. It's great. It's got ashwagandha, lemon balm, and uh, L-theanine. And this has got like a black tea, a uh, little bit of sugar. Yeah. And yeah. I, I knew I liked it. I took a sip and I was like, oh, that's pretty good. And then I took, without even realizing it, three more sips. And I was like, I guess I really like yeah. it. Yeah, ashwagandha is really great. It's really powerful, but people should not take it more than uh, for, for one month. I sell ashwagandha too. And I tell people, hey, only take it for one month. Don't take it for more than that uh, because of the scientific kind of uh, benefits and even um, negatives that you could get from it but it's a powerful beautiful thing i sell it i love it what's the website but, where people uh, buy yours we are change.shop but i don't want to shout plug out. mine i want to shout out this guy for for yeah, me joy i like it yeah. just entre being an entrepreneur and you know seeing that dude pop up in the back of his van and be like i'm hoping to you know he's got a bunch he's got he's, he's on a bunch of locations i was like dude, he was hustling working himself as the ceo going store to store to store so you gotta you gotta respect oh, it that says shake well i didn't shake it well but it still is delicious shake well all right we got surge pressing buttons yo uh yeah happy to see you here seth always a pleasure Great to be back. I love your hat today. Hey, Excellent to wearing the ultra right hat today. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's get to it, Tim. Let's get it. We got big news, ladies and gentlemen. House votes to formalize Republican impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. I love how they have to put Republican, but technically, it would just be the impeachment inquiry because the Republicans have the majority. The 221 to 212 party line vote opens the door for the GOP to get more evidence about schemes that have been that have seen the Biden family get millions from countries including China, Ukraine, Romania. And the Bidens will, will now have more of their bank records, mortgage details, emails, text messages, and mobile phones subpoenaed, along with anything else Congress wants to see. Since the start of 23, Republicans have been investigating Joe Biden over his alleged connections to his son Hunter's extremely lucrative multi-million dollar influence peddling scheme spanning decades. With a formal impeachment inquiry vote, Republicans say the White House can no longer stonewall them for requested documents and depositions, but top GOP leaders have argued it wasn't necessary. You do not need a full vote of the House to do an impeachment inquiry. To do the investigation that we're constitutionally obligated to do, GOP whip Tom Emmer told the Daily Mail ahead of the vote. But this is basically showing there the, the Republican Party is investigating Joe Biden. It is formalized. They will have more powers. And this is step one. This is what we kept we kept arguing about. They, they would say like, oh, we're we're going to uh, we the impeachment inquiry is coming. It's coming. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the story was Kevin McCarthy vows to uh, have hold inquiry into whether or not there should be a vote on whether or not there should be an impeachment. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. 
Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Great. And now Kevin McCarthy's gone. And now they've finally formalized the impeachment inquiry process. This, this, so I'll explain it in non-political terms. They have formally launched a criminal investigation into Joe Biden. Should they find a preponderance of evidence, they will launch an impeachment, also known as an indictment, or in other words, an indictment. The indictment leads to a trial, and should Biden be convicted, that will be the conviction in impeachment and the removal from office. I don't believe that's very likely, but this is the criminal investigation phase of Joe Biden's impeachment process. I kind of I've been sensing it, man. When Hunter stood in front of was that this morning or yesterday morning? I this think, morning. And just refused to answer. He he made a statement and then left. And then did he leave like a brief? He, he avoided his trial. And they're I will he, probably have a different opinion on that. And I I hate when Republicans put me in these kind of positions of like I'm going to have to defend Hunter Biden. I'm not defending him, but he he wanted it to be a public hearing. From the way I hear it, you know what? If Congress ever hauled my butt in for anything, I'd be like, I want this shit public. Like, I just really like the idea that for whatever reason they didn't want to have. A public, I understand he's going to grandstand. He's going to try to make his point, his views, et cetera. But I think it's fair to say, yeah, if I'm going to be hauled in front of Cong Congress, I want it to be public. That's, I think that's a fair statement. I think it's a fair stance. So, so he, why can't the Republicans say, hey, you know what? We can handle our own PR for this. We'll let him come in and say what he wants to say and we'll refute it live. In front of the public. Uh, I'll be open to that. But so he refused to do it unless it's public. And they're like, hey, that violates the rules. You have to do it. It's not anyway. a violation of rules. It's a violation of what they wanted. It was this on top of Joe Biden answering reporters' questions. They're like, hey, what's up with these business dealings? And he's like, you're lying. You're all lying. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so, this is coming, man. I just saw this. This feels like it's been coming. They don't, I don't think anybody wants him to run as president and he won't let go. Oh, well, I do. I want him to run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm all for Biden. I, I made Biden Fetterman t shirts. I want Fetterman to be the VP on, on his ticket there because, you know, obviously, he's got a lot of karma. Obviously, it's a no but 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 not just that but because clearly he is sticking to his guns he's saying i'm not leaving even a couple of weeks ago the speaker of the house said oh you know there's nothing to really investigate uh, joe biden on and a lot of people are saying well that's kind of strategic right before this election cycle because if we do impeach him if we do investigate him this might potentially make him not be able to run for the presidency of the united states is this going to be something that's going to be happening now with this impeachment why is there a sudden shift in in congress they have have no spine they there's no shift it's a different excuse they just don't have to go through with it no they need to get rid of biden this is not good for trump right oh yeah right the question is how do you remove joe biden if joe biden gets impeached convicted and then they criminally and then they they criminally convict donald trump they will say we've been impartial the whole time joe biden went down for corruption and donald trump and now we have newsom v desantis and you know who wins that election newsom Unfortunately, you are correct. Why do so, you think it's the, you think it's just going to be Desantis? Well, who, excuse who, me. Well, I mean, he's he's he's. I mean, Nikki. Even worse. Be even worse. I mean, I'm being hopeful when uh, I'm yeah, saying yeah, that. Right, right. <laughs> Newsom, Nikki Haley. Who do you vote for? No, I vote Newsom. for Haley. Over oh, that. really? Oh, come oh I'm Rechtenwald or. I mean, well, I'm not saying I would enjoy that vote. Why, why <laughs> do you be I, such a terrible option, <laughs> Nikki? I mean, that's usually the election cycle in America. Yeah. Turd sandwich. Or no, but I was excited at least. Giant douche. The no. worst of those is that I think Nikki Haley would get us into war with Iran, whereas Gavin would capitulate to the financial. He would get us into war CCP. with ourselves. <laughs> yeah, he, he would spark a civil war from from my perspective. But you think Vivek just the media hates him too much? They're gonna they're gonna try and stop him and. 
make him look like a bad guy. No, I think, I think the Trump would automatically and, and say, hey, Vivek should be the president because Vivek's the only person who said that he would pardon Donald Trump if he would become the president of the United States and didn't hesitate to say that. So I think Vivek might have a path here with how tumultuous and crazy the situation could get here. As of course, if I'm Donald Trump, I'm I'm rooting for a Vivek if I can't run and I, I can't be Tucker, the president of the I United said. States. Tucker too, yeah. Tucker could be VP. Well, Tucker always made these kind of statements saying, you know, I don't want to be a politician, but it's always the polit the people who don't want to be the politicians that should be the politicians. So he sure. always has a way of kind of saying these things and making people understand that there is a sense of duty and responsibility when it comes to public office that he understands, even though he says he doesn't want it, but then he describes people who don't want it as the people who should be there. So uh, duplicitous messages, and this is why Tucker Carlson 2024, this is, <laughs> I got the t-shirt. I'm going to sell a lot more of them if this, if this becomes the case, but it's not just about the t-shirt. It's about the future of this country that uh, is uh, in a very uh, dangerous situation you know, it, right now. It's really funny because, uh, okay, so if Joe Biden gets impeached, Kamala Harris will take over, but she will likely say, I'm not going to run. She's probably going to, prob in the event Biden is impeached and convicted, removed, Kamala becomes acting president and says, I'm not going to spend the one year I have to help the American people campaigning. And then she's going to say, you know, the Democrats will have a process to determine who the nominee shall be. And I will I will protect the office and this country for the remainder of this term. Then she bows out. Then Newsom steps in and it's going to be, you know, Newsom. And who, who do you think his VP is going to be? Uh, Lucifer. I don't know. Satan. What if what if it's Newsom Haley versus like DeSantis? Newsom or uh, oh, Michelle Obama? Maybe. Right. It would be but, but, interesting to see people so, from multiple parties come together to one party. Here's here's right. That's the same party, Newsom and Haley. Act. Exactly. Yeah, so that wouldn't yeah. count. Chris Christie. And this is why uh, uh, I think it's really, really funny. A year or two ago, we're all like impeach this, this, th what, what the Bidens have been doing for years. And now we're close to the lecture. We're like, no, 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 no. Keep no. them there. Keep, Keep them the there. Decide. Well, I think call your, fine. call your congressman and say no impeachment. We want Biden to stay. I, I kind of, I feel like if Biden stays, he'll win again just How? because of the way the system works. Mm -hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I don't like the way the media can propel people to vote a certain way. It, just by convincing them, it's very, 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 very powerful. Hey, Elon Musk has actually had a huge change on what the next election will be based on Twitter now X. So they were able to censor so much that just never could make it through on the old Twitter that won't happen this time. And I've I've said this multiple times. Like as an example, our beer company would not exist without Elon Musk. Reason being, we would never have been allowed to go viral to the level that we did anywhere other than an Elon Musk owned Twitter. Uh, you can look yeah. at what we did on other platforms, hardly anything. Yet on Twitter, we have almost 50 million views. Yet magically on Facebook, Instagram, and all those places, you maybe get a million, if even that. Yeah. If we had real free speech, if we had the ability to actually talk to each other without algorithms and censorship efforts, Donald Trump would have been the president of the U United States right now. He would not have that. not lost. But it's because of the censorship. It's because of the manipulation, because of the fortifying, why uh, essentially Joe Biden was allowed to be where he is right now. Now because he was able to censor stories like the Hunter Biden laptop story from the general public, which we know played a major impact on the election. So free speech is important here. And I think this is why there's so many attacks on Elon Musk trying to destroy him, trying to take down Twitter, because if you take down Twitter, you could uh, essentially fortify all the elections. in did the future. You, did you see NBC News's oh, yes. breaking story? I, I just love this. They wrote an article and it said the Tesla's new Cybertruck weighing in at six to eight hundred pounds 
could be lethal in collisions with pedestrians and smaller cars, experts <laughs> warn. And I was like, wow, wow. Don't get hit by truck, breaking news. <laughs> but this is how much they're going after Elon Musk. They actually wrote that news story. Incredible. The I Daily Beast did too about a recall about the, the, Fake the news. software. I, again, do, oh, like, do, oh, yeah. no, uh, real quick, this mm -hmm. pissed me off. It's being reported everywhere. Tesla recalls all vehicles to fix dangerous thing. What it really means is Tesla issues software update you won't even notice. I was about to say, you don't even have to go in anywhere to get it from what I understand. It's just a download through your system. It's a, it's Tesla, a, it's, right? but, it's, but they're calling it a recall. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 complete oh, BS. You'll, you're, you're gonna wake up and your app's gonna be like updated and you go, right. oh, oh, whatever. Uh, right. I want to do a soft correction of what you said about Joe Biden censoring the Hunter thing because I don't think I don't think there's evidence that he did it directly. It was just that I think there's evidence the FBI was involved. I might have with misspoke Twitter. then, uh, but it was the intelligence. agencies. And it was before he was censored, president. Censored but this, but there, the establishment. You, you might yeah. consider that he he was. I don't know if he was directly involved, but it was his son was was the one that was under you, investigation. You, you gonna vote for Trump, Luke? Um, maybe. Possibly. Oh I still want to be one. Who, who I still want to be one. Who, of, <laughs> who the hell are you going to vote for? Man bear pig. I want to have this conversation. Man, man bear pig. pig. There's. Uh, you would go that over Trump. No, no, Tucker no, 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 no. It, it depends. Uh, it depends who's running. I, okay. I, I Biden, do, I, Trump. I, I do for? think, uh, obviously, if, if if I have to, Trump. You don't have to vote for anybody. Right. I'm, I'm explaining it. I had a friend hit me up and he's like, are you seriously? He's like, liberal guy. He's like, are you seriously considering voting for Donald Trump? And I was like, considering. I was like, I'm voting for Donald Trump. And then he was like, why? And uh, and he said, all of the bad things Trump has done. And I, I'm like, I'm not even going to argue with you. Anything you think that is, that Trump will do to this country that is bad, then I think America deserves based on its foreign policy. And Trump's first uh, term was no new wars. And that is what we must do. So my view is this. First of all, economy was great. I think Trump actually did a pretty good job considering the weights tied to his ankles. He did some bad things, but I think it was an overall net positive. If the reality was this country will be in hard times, but no new wars, take it. But the reality is it's yeah. going to be better with no new wars. So my argument to the liberal guy is, oh, you agree with the military industrial complex? You want to vote for Biden and have more war in the Middle East, South America, Europe? No. OK, vote for Trump. Yeah. I, I just I hope he can keep his cool. That's a big he part kept of it. his cool his whole term. There was well, literally no new war. He used to, I mean, he used to tweet a lot about like those radical. He would like incite the left right paradigm. No, but that's what kept it, us it, out of some of the words. It's going to depend who's go, who his VP is going to be as well, because if it's if it's someone that's going to be like another Mike if Pence, it, if, it's, if he's going to be surrounding himself with Henry Kissinger again and John Bolton again and all these okay, other horrible so individuals. If it's Nikki Haley. Yeah, it wasn't Kissinger. No, if it's Nikki Haley, would you not vote for him? You would vote for Biden or Nikki Haley Biden. or Biden? No, no, no. If Luke? Trump chose yeah. Nikki Haley, which I think would be horrific yeah. as his VP, would you vote for... Why vote uh, Why vote I, at all then? That's what I'm asking. I will promise you this. Then that's a vote for if Biden. If Donald Trump draws a gigantic pentagram on the, on the ground in a black robe and summons the zombie corpse of Kissinger, I also will not vote for him. <laughs> hey, they, they do that type of stuff. They, 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 do, <laughs> they do it. They do that type of stuff with Marina Brovimich, okay? And, and like, that, that's on that, record. That's, that's fact. That's There's a, videos. They, not, summon, they summon demons no, but, through writing with their bodily but, fluids right, on okay, the walls. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, what are you... I don't are, like that one. What, what, what are you, newbie? You just heard no, about no, this, too? Which, which you just heard about this, too? All the bodily fluids. Blood, uh, spit, urine, Okay, poop, okay, crap, okay, okay. Um, uh, all right, all right. Marina we broke the story. Spirit cooking story on We Are King We broke that story, yes. And... Anyway, I was making a joke. 
I agree with the criticisms of uh, Trump with Kissinger and uh, Sheldon Adelson and uh, John Bolton and all that was bad. 100%. But no new wars. But I think you made a good point. The VP is very important right now. Very, Tucker. very important. Because if, it, if, if it's Trump Tucker, is- if it's RFK, if it's Vivek, okay, you, you got me. But if it's Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, or, or another Mike Pence or another neocon, I'm like, what's the point of even voting then? Yeah, you just got to hope that Trump survives. Again, if, I'm not here. I'm not here to vote. I, I, I think the idea is election cycles. Everyone says, oh, I got to vote for this guy. No, the ideas matter the most. So the people that push the ideas the most, the people who start the conversations the most, I think have a bigger impact than the actual person that is selected or elected to be the become the next president of the United States. So so this is where I'm looking at. Where are the conversations? Where are the debates? Where can we push the Overton window to a position where we can actually uh, make people understand the real reality of the situation that we're under right that's now? That's a really good point, man, because you saw the way Trump's generals just ignored his orders yes. and, and yep. play shell if, games. Like if we don't acknowledge the situation we're in now, it's going to be too late. I know everyone says that election cycle after election cycle, but I do think we're at a pivotal point. Absolutely. I yeah. want to, I want to jump to this next story. Hunter Biden defies GOP congressional subpoena quote. He just got into more trouble and the GOP is vowing to initiate contempt proceedings after Hunter Biden flouts this subpoena to closed door testimony. Uh, we did talk about it a little bit already, but what do you think is going to happen? You think they're, they're going to give him the Steve Bannon treatment? He's going to go to jail because he defied a congressional subpoena? Well, no, because the Democrats are in charge and they run the intelligence agencies and the Department of Justice and their attorney generals. And of course, justice is skewed on a political perspective. But well, this but could on, also this no, could no. also be a political pressure put on Biden saying, hey, we're going to put your son in jail unless you bow out of this election cycle by the intelligence uh, intelligence state. We, as are, well. we are going to go after your son. Yeah. But I wonder. Can so. the can the White House pardon on contempt charges when it when it's initiated by the legislative branch? Because I would imagine checks and balances are supposed to prevent this. If if Congress holds you in contempt, the that federal the, the federal uh, the executive branch should not be able to intervene, right? I'm not an attorney. I think we need right? one on this one. I know that's that's interesting because Congress is saying do this or else. If the executive branch was able to come in and say, no, they don't have to, that would give the executive branch substantial power over the legislature. I'm kind of with you, Seth, from what you said earlier, that I I don't, I think he maybe should have a public hearing, like his testimony in public. Why, why not, man? Like, it's not a, that's not a partisan thing. It's just like, why are they... Why are they trying it's to get not him to family, go behind It's not doors? family friendly. I don't care. <laughs> They're don't probably care. discussing a lot of things that would be censored automatically on YouTube that we can't even discuss here that he particularly, uh, you know, uh, played a major role in spending millions of dollars on, you know. I got, I, look, look, like the dude from Eve Six had a great tweet. And I'm like, this guy's like a lefty. And so when Hunter Biden gives the speech where he's like talking about how he's not going to submit to this, even leftists are saying like, You've taken way too many photographs with crack and hookers for anyone to defend you at this point. Yeah, man, he's a deviant. That's for sure. And that's the that's that's, that's I, the least. I would like. Let, to, that's the least bas- bad, bad thing he did. I would like to ask him. <laughs> all right, how he that's spent, admirable like, for for a lot of other I, people. I think like eight hundred thousand dollars and. On Six, hookers, six hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars okay. reportedly okay. on. They're called on, ladies. So you know there was more. It's at various women. <laughs> how, over so, what period of time? How many women? How many times a day? Like I want to know some numbers. Binders full of curious. Apparently, Binders. he wants you to know the numbers too. He's proud. Maybe he's proud of it. He's like, yo, if I'm going down, I want everyone to know. I know. What I did like, in my life. Yeah. Like just kind of curious at this point. How long? Over how many years did he spend that six hundred eighty-eight thousand? Like four, maybe or something. But but hold on, hold on. Let's be let's be real. 
$680,000 on various women could also mean he bought them dinners. You know, he flew them Flights, on private jets. Staying in hotels it doesn't on mean, islands and things. I'm not, I'm not sure the reporting was that he literally gave that much to women for their company. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. Benny, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, this is something we should get to in the inquiry. <laughs> I'd like to imagine. I mean, I mean, let's just think about this life. I mean, the dude is basically living in a, a, a just a, a swamp of debauchery, and I feel bad for him. It's like a cursed existence where he's just covered in slime. Yeah, literally. Seven hundred grand on hookers, some, dude. Yeah, these women have some Jeez. slime diseases. That's that's on the sure. record. That, that, I know that, that, that's yeah. not cash. Yeah, you know imagine what the cash purchases here. Okay, that, that's, <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot of withdrawals. But like, I'm I'm like from the videos, the things I've seen out of Hunter Biden, these were not really high end women. So I feel like this is a lot of different women. Like it's not like he's getting the you right, know because we're talking thirty forty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got to go a long way to get up to seven hundred k. He's like another forty. Oh man, under a bridge. I mean, dude, the videos aren't there like videos where he's got like three women. Yeah, but they, everything I've seen, they look rough. These women could not be charging a lot. That's what I'm, I agree. Yeah. So I'm, we're, we're talking like he's finding like three or four women and giving them each like a hundred bucks Maybe to get like, to 700K is a lot. I wonder if he maybe like he one, just gives a ton that's because what he's Hunter Biden one, so that you can maybe, maybe one special girl. He gave like 300. Right, exactly. <laughs> right, it's like one woman. Took her to Maui. It's a hundred bucks. Treated her right for six months. Yeah. Drove her around and, and uh, <laughs> Wasn't there a movie Corvette. about this? <laughs> Was what was that famous movie? Weekend of Bernie's? Uh, no, no, no. Pretty Woman. Yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Apparently yeah, it was is... a very dark movie in the beginning and that changed, Julia Roberts was saying. I didn't know. I oh, it was supposed to be like really nasty? Yeah, apparently. I mean, the movie yeah. is fairly bad. Yeah. I don't know how women treat it. Like, oh, it's such a love tale. I'm like, it's kind of... She's a hooker. She's a hoe. She was literally a street corner hooker, and it was like, such a sweet tale. It's like, funny yeah. how this story with Hunter has these dichotomies. Like he's like, my father, my parents took such good. Like I feel sad for a human going through this crappy life with a super famous dad that didn't give him enough attention and just bought him out of trouble. But at the same time, like bro, if you used your dad's money and he was had like cycling political influence. That's like full on political. We cannot tolerate that in our government anymore. We've got it. We're at the age of uh, we're coming to the age of Aquarius, but the age of openness, like the, the apocalypse is upon us. You you can't. And if, wow, that took a dark turn. Yeah. <laughs> apocalypse meaning the great op awakening, the great um, okay. revealment. Like yes. we're in this age of revealment where like I, I just I don't I don't hate this guy. It's just like, what can we let it stand? Can we pardon him and just be like, yo, what you did can never happen again. But we're not going to destroy ourselves and you. Okay. Hold on there a minute. The the drugs and the hookers is a hunter. You need some help. 
I'm I'm hearing that you're getting clean. Correct. This is good for you. Now let's move on to the bribery, the influence peddling, the funneling money to your dad. Yeah, because he and Joe could that stuff. They could have got us on the Air Ukraine. Force too. The the checks for the big guy, the money, the shared yeah, bank the accounts. Yeah, yeah, the the Ukrainian oligarchs and business deals that they had yeah. with with uh, what, what was the oil company again? Burisma. Burisma. For for sakes, when you look at what's happening in Ukraine, holy cow! There are so many corrupted politicians there, and that whole case should have been properly investigated. Trump even just trying to investigate it was impeached for just trying to do that yeah. which was absolutely crazy and now we're going to finally investigate it what's up what's going on here since if, of course he was protected before now he's not I think something's up what if uh, what if Hunter flips <laughs> oh wow like imagine imagine the GOP and Trump they go to him and they say not only are you going to be pardoned you're going to be a hero just tell everybody what happened with Burisma and then what if he comes out and says we called my dad and asked him to intervene on our behalf. And then Joe is just like, oh, crap. Because think about it. This gets Joe out. It gives Democrats an opportunity to bring in Newsom. Yeah. And I would, I think a lot more people would be willing to pardon Hunter if he comes out clean. It's safe. So Joe might say, throw him into the bus. This is what we want. Then the Democrats bring in Newsom. You'll get pardoned. People will cheer for you for calling us out for calling out the corruption or whatever. You're not going to be you're not going to be perfect in the eyes, but you'll you'll have some redemption arc and then they can bring in Newsom and someone super chatted saying it's going to be Whitmer, Newsom Whitmer. Yep. I, I saw that too. And then uh, Biden will will pass on and then Hunter Biden will become the next uh, politician that will probably become the next president of the United I don't States. think I don't think that'll happen, but you got it's like man with uh, uh, Joe Biden is 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 clearly on the way out, not all there. Right now, yeah. the play for a father to save his son is to say to his son, I mean, come I'll on, think about it. Do you I'll think fall. Joe Biden I'll... has that much dignity and self-respect to throw yes. himself off for his son? I think I don't think about that. I think the root of corruption typically is familial and friend uh, friendly bonds. The reason why they engage in this level of corruption is to is to enrich themselves. I, I do believe Joe Biden cares about his kids, and I do believe he probably abused his kids you know, uh, to a great degree. So maybe care isn't the right word. But my point is the Democrats want Newsom and they got to get Joe Biden out. How do you do it? The inquiry is slow moving. And right now, a bunch of people are like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We don't want Joe Biden impeached and convicted because we want him to run against Trump. Democrats need to get somebody in. What if Democrats just make Joe Biden like climb a bunch of really tall stairs a lot between now and the election? I think their odds would be in their favor. He won't make it. No, because there's something that happens tumble. to people at his age where with, with cellular regeneration uh, operating at such a low percentage, stressing the body actually does not improve him it degrades him faster. no i'm saying he's gonna fall and oh, 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 oh right, right i thought you're saying that work no no no, no work out we're past <laughs> you're right we're past work out yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's no no the Listen, of that's darker thought there the the, the I'm, I'm just saying maybe it won't be hunter biden coming out and being like i must tell the truth it might be something like you know look yeah we called my dad he did it and then everyone goes we got him we got joe biden the conservatives get to scream and rub in the democrats faces but then they bring in Gavin Newsom. I think they're too arrogant. I don't think it'll happen. They These people never think they're really going to ever get caught because they control everything. They are the deep state. They live in such a world of, uh, I don't know what the word is, but they're, they control it all. 
when it comes to the deep state. They have no fear of themselves being thrown in jail for protesting or anything else like that. So I don't think so. I think, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but you're, 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 what you're saying is almost a rational approach. I don't know that they're going to take a rational approach. I, I, I think you may be right, but, but consider this a basic chess move. No, you, but that's a smart your... move. <laughs> I think, I don't know that they're going to make that smart move. Though. Also, I, I don't think Hunter would do it because his life would be forfeit if he no if he spoke no, it's out. the opposite no this would gets, save hunter it would <laughs> save yeah, yeah, yeah. if hunter exposed the deep state's plots in ukraine hunter no, would not survive. no 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 you misunderstand the deep state wants hunter to do it they need joe biden out joe biden can't beat trump how do you get newsom in it's a it's a great play i don't know if it's a perfect play but on the surface you get hunter biden joe biden's son is saved hey joe we want you out no i don't want to leave okay well we're gonna we're gonna save your son by having him come out and, and, and provide evidence that removes you from office. Your son will be saved. You will be out. Newsom comes in. Newsom gives us the war we want. I guess if Hunter could expose some of the dealings without letting the American people know that they kind of got us into the war and you like their corruption with Burisma, you know, like accelerated this. He will only reveal what the deep state wants him to in order to remove Joe Biden and get Newsom Whitmer in. I'm not saying it's absolutely not the I'm worst thing in the world. Life. This guy's got a long life to live. I don't think he wants to die or, or like go to jail or any of that. But exactly. I, I also and, think Joe. And, will and if you him. if you think Joe doesn't have the integrity to save his to sacrifice himself for his son, okay, then consider he doesn't have the perspicacity or the cognitive faculties to understand what's happening at all. That's close so to reality. You're lying. Hunter's going to be like, to my dad did it. That's Joe Biden. And uh, he's he's crooked. What can I say? I'm sorry, American people. He'd be a hero and then to me Joe, if he did that. Joe's response is. And that's it. Yeah. Hunter has to go to the CIA and say, hey, I'll do whatever you guys want me to do. We'll take out my dad. I'm really pissed at my dad is, of course, a lot of people are also kind of theorizing that a lot of what came out through the laptop was kind of a deliberate release since there are many serious accusations against uh, Joe Biden hurting his children, especially with the Hunter, uh, especially with the the Biden diary that the FBI was after, specifically even raiding the home of James O'Keefe after that uh, they kind of verified the findings in which essentially detailed some very disturbing events that unfolded between uh, Joe Biden and his uh, younger daughter. So a lot of people are saying maybe Hunter Biden released all the details of his laptop. Maybe he deliberately tried to get it publicized in order to bring down his father as a part of a retribution uh, plan to finally get some justice against him for possibly hurting and abusing at the very least like subconsciously i can see that happening because like i've i've been it really high in my life and like had such self-hatred that i would allow that stuff came out that was like true that i wouldn't normally say if i was sober but but listen bill clinton said house of cards is 99 percent accurate for a reason and when you watch that tv series uh you see a lot of backstabbing you see people just you know take each other out politically in so many uh, dastardly uh, ways. And you see a lot of really sinister activities of people just screwing each other over all the time. That's Washington, D.C. So I think everything is at play here because the establishment is going to lose. They are going to lose their main puppet, their main frontman, their main skin suit that allows them to implement whatever policies they want on the American people, no matter how unpopular. They're able to do it through Joe Biden. Why would they give it up? 
if they're going to lose this upcoming election, we, no matter what. They need something else that is going to be happening behind the scenes that we might not even know of that's happening right now. We have to just make sure that we don't trash ourselves, the Americans, the, in the meantime, while this is happening, so that the global banking takes this country over. That would be the worst possible outcome. Like the Trump, Biden, all this Republican, Democrat crap has to be put aside for American unity coming come into 2020. It's so important. Let's let's jump to this uh, cultural segment. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Walsh has taken off the glove and struck me with it in his latest episode. He said Tim Pool is wrong. How dare you? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I respect Matt Walsh's opinion. I love the debate. And Matt Walsh says the Bud Light boycott continues in a tweet. He, he also did have a, a decently long segment on his show where he addressed Dana White, Tucker Carlson, Kid Rock, as well as myself. And uh, it was respectful and it was uh, intelligent. And I agree with a lot of uh, a lot of what he said. And I don't completely disagree with the idea of continuing the boycott. All I'm saying is we need to consider our next moves if the plan is a boycott. But let me read first what Matt Walsh says. He tweets the Bud Light boycott is one of the is, is the one time in modern history when conservatives have staged an effective boycott against a major corporate brand. If we back away from this victory now, it will show that we've learned nothing and don't want to win. Not going to happen. Boycott continues. This shouldn't even be a conversation. Bud Light is a brand owned by a foreign conglomerate that tried to push trans ideology and is now paying the price. There is absolutely no legitimate reason to back away or let off the gas. They deserve everything that's happened to them. Well, as the debate continues, I'd like to first ask our local beerman who's here to who actually runs a beer company and has challenged uh, Bud Light directly. Your thoughts on uh, on the boycott and what do you think we should do? I think I've been saying this from the beginning of this whole thing is like, this is the one time I've seen conservatives follow through with the actual boycott in the past. We've been like, Oh, we're skipping an NFL game. We're skipping a baseball game. We skipped two or three games. Everybody's back in the stands. This is the one time we've done it. I think the only way to be taken seriously in the future is to cause permanent economic harm to a major corporation. And I think that this is our opportunity. We may fail in the end. I understand what you're saying, but this is our shot to do it. And so you have to stick to it. So what's so your, your argument is double down. No one should ever buy Bud Light again, no matter what. I mean, it seems a little biased coming from me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But yeah, what would be the purpose of doing so at this point in your life? So so my argument is 30 percent loss in sales year over year up uh, to date. And Bud Light has just put 100, 105 million per year into UFC. Now is the opportunity to steal the narrative with what Sean Strickland said on Twitter, which can't be said on. Sean Strickland's never going to. We're never going to be able to steal the narrative. Maybe within a circle. The narrative of is stolen when every conservative repeats what Sean Strickland said. But they'll never said. do it. Most that, conservatives are starts with a P, ends with a Y. They don't follow through and do these things. It's never going to happen. So that means Sean Strickland will, and that's why we're sitting there talking about Sean Strickland. Okay, but so, that, so, so consider now where where we go from here. If conservatives will do nothing else, what 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 happens tomorrow? I think they can continue with their boycott. No, no, no. What, is, gonna, what does Bud Light do tomorrow? I mean, there's a lot of things they're doing and they're going to do. They're putting more money into different ones, different brands within their entity. They're doing things like that. It's where they've pulled back a lot of the spending on their advertising for Bud Light itself. You, and they've you, redirected those. Do funds. you think Bud Light will apologize? No. 
Yeah, I think an apology so, would do more damage at this point. No, no, I don't think it, it would. would. I think it would give everyone the okay. I, I, I think oh, an really? apology would actually boost yeah. their sales. I think it sure. would remind people what they did, and that would enhance no, the boycott. I, people haven't forgotten. <laughs> so <laughs> here, here's 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 the paths we have before us. If everybody wants to continue the boycott, I'm totally on board. We need people to double down. Yes. Sean Strickland opened the door for you. I'm not saying what he does as a UFC champion is the he's a, it's it's the tip of the spear but you were you're acquiring the rest of the spear for this to work he made some statements on twitter directly under the banner of bud light shockingly offensive to the woke left and bud light said nothing the attack opportunity right now would be for conservatives to hold up a bud light repeat the words of sean strickland and say wow thanks bud light for sponsoring ufc and sean we completely agree with your message and then read off his tweets the conservatives aren't going to do it then if they, they won't the conservatives come up to me in the gym and whisper like hey i really support what you're doing i like it i'm like why are we whispering they're scared you think they're going to go say the kind of no, stuff that i Sean don't which is why they my, my no argument point. was at this point with dana white kid rock coming out and being like we've done we've done the damage let's claim the victory i'm like if this is where conservatives stop and they won't take another step forward then the best thing we can do right now is say, we won. And I'm not saying buy Bud Light ever again. Fine, don't. I'm saying claim the narrative victory. Say, we've done everything we wanted to do. Bud Light learned their lesson and let it be, be a lesson to each and every one of you. You've lost 30%. Good luck in the future. But our message stands. I don't think anyone's ever going to see that as a victory if they all go back. The dub, the, I'm not saying go back. The, I'm saying at this point, you claim have it, to. Claim a victory. Start claiming it today. I'm with you there. Say we, we've won because but it's down. You, you would have to say... We did everything we wanted to do because if no one goes one step further and UFC Dana White goes on Tucker Carlson and says Bud Light's great. You should buy Bud Light and no one calls out Dana White for this and UFC is unscathed. Then the narrative is the boycott is over. The, if the boycott is over, Kid Rock said so. And Dana White basically like he's not. not I, like think he's those are two, I think those are two people. I've been I, I, I agree. bars, restaurants, stores, et cetera. The average person is not. This is not my point. Over. My point is, how do you get Coca-Cola? How do you get Disney? How do you get all these corporations to be scared to not do the same thing? I, I, Bud you Light have did. to look at the fact that Bud Light will still be down 25% or 22%, 24%, whatever it is, three years from now. And this requires that leaves I, I a lot of fear. True. I think it will be. There's, uh, look, I've talked to distributors and stuff. There is, there is 20 to 23 or something like this percent that will never go back to buying Bud Light. They but that doesn't, but, but, all their lives. And, that, that, and they'll find growth elsewhere. Now, they'll move it around. That's fine. But they will not be able to show within the Bud Light brand because they're treated like different entities. They're not going to be able to show like, oh, it came back. It's 22 to whatever it is percent. In 10 years from now, they won't have. That leaves a lasting impact um, on a corporation that goes, I, I, like, remember what happened to them. That's bad. I, I, I do think this will have a lasting impact. There's a famous case where uh, in uh, McDonald's in the UK, a couple act. The reason why corporations don't sue activists, a couple of a uh, activists were standing outside of, uh, outside of a McDonald's. I think it was a McDonald's petitioning saying, hey, McDonald's is bad. They do this thing. McDonald's sued them. McDonald's, I believe, was it's, it's an old story. I could be wrong. But I believe McDonald's was right. These activists were defaming them and they won. And then they lost something like a billion dollars in market cap because they looked like bullies attacking some yep. little old ladies. So it was really, really bad for them. What ends up happening is when people challenge brands, the brands usually shut up and back off. Well, so, if you, if, oh, if you want to double down, 
if, if, if the next move is to twist the knife, so to speak, the, the, the proverbial knife, you want to boycott all of the Anheuser-Busch brands, which are Michelob, Rolling Rock, Bush, Natural, which Johnny is, Appleseed, and Landshark. It's also not happening. And then the question yeah, is, do you want to boycott the brands of the parent company, the the Belgian company, AB InBev, which are Corona, Hogarden, Hey, listen, Lefe, if everyone wants Stella to boycott Artois, every beer brand, but Bex. conservative dads also write beer, I'm with you. I don't think it will actually happen, though. So we did, That's why I was specific about with Bud White. I was like, this is it. you got to target in on that. And I said that early in the, and because people start saying, well, here's a list of all the stuff. And the nerds are pulling out their list of all the beer brands you can't. I'm like, yeah, you got to focus. Like, it's like 6 to 8%. The, 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 uh, um, Extra, uh, what's what's the right word? The the, the impact on external brands mm-hmm. is around six to eight percent. We've seen Anheuser Busch across the board suffering because of this because some people are diehard. The only point I'm trying to make right now: what's the next move? Silence is not an option. I think what needs to happen is, by all means, say we boycotted it. We'll boycott it forever, but it's done. We're moving on. We've won. This is this is your fault, Bud Light, and it'll happen to any other company that does so next. But you need to say this is the extent to which we wanted, right? That's fine to claim. I I get what you're saying there. That's fine to claim the victory for there, but you can't say it's okay to come back now. Like oh, yeah. Dana White can tell people to do keg stands in their in their and they got to call them out. Got to call out Dana White. I agree, and I I like probably a ton of what Dana White does. Not a big fan of that because you know what? Who knows what you could get me to say for 105 million? So Dana. There you go. Good I, I, you. I think we're also in a position of power right now. And in, in a and, situation like, like this, they understand the, the leftist yuppies are not going to be drinking their beer, right? So why not try to get more out of this? And I think we can get kind of more out yeah. of this by, by saying, hey, uh, we can't just be placated with a little bit of money. We want real cultural differences. We no. want investment. We want you guys to actually stand behind your word, not just advertise. Yeah. We Dana, want more Dana than White can be placated by a little bit of money or maybe a lot of money yeah. per se. Although, you know what? If they want to give $105 million to the Raleigh Gaines Center to, def- <laughs> to fight men and women's sports, then I say big victory. Yeah, how this much, how much are you going to give to the Republicans? Here's, how much are you going to give to the Republican yeah. presidential no, no, no. nominee? In the culture Light. war, we yeah. just want a huge battle. The troops are broken. They are fleeing. Now is our opportunity to, to do the route. But they're sending a rear guard attachment to delay our route. That's the $100 million to Dana White is the rear guard defense. Now we can bypass that defense and go for the route by boycotting all of these beers from this company. No, no, no. It's, 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 That's it's, it. That's the total victory. Destroy, I, I, destroy, I, I, destroy. I mean, destroy. Much, what do you want I respect, out of it? I respect the, the, the analogy, but I think it's a little off. The giving money is they've been routed. Their, command, their, their field commanders raised the white flag and said, we're willing to cede 10% of the battlefield if you stop. And then one of the commanders on our side came out and said, everyone, let's take it and we're done. And many, many, all the troops are screaming no. If that's the case, you cannot just sit there screaming no. Something else must be done. The opportunity now, I think, is going to be uh, the figurative knife twisting of taking a can of Bud Light and reading off Sean Strickland's tweets and forcing Bud Light to either issue a denouncement or an apology. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Like, I, look, all I can say is this. People really need to go go read what Sean Strickland said to understand what I'm saying. I can't, I cannot is, say it. It's I just a tweet. I cannot say it on YouTube. I know, but it's just a tweet. No one's going to, it doesn't have that kind of influence. You, there was a guy who lost his sponsors in NASCAR because his dad used a racial slur in the 80s. That's where we were. Where we are now is that Bud Light shut up up when Sean Strickland made a statement so, so, so strong we, I can't I can't repeat it on YouTube that and nothing and nothing nothing happened so this is us storming the battlefield and really reached the average person knowing about that this yeah. is why I'm saying I, people uh, need to take his tweets and and force Bud Light to either support or denounce what he said Bud Light advertisements with with him with the do-rag saying I, it to the world. I don't understand Let's why do you that guys right aren't now. interested he in said boycotting it, he the said company. He said it was sponsored by Bud Light. He said brought to you by Bud Light. Like Bud Light's just a name of the com of many things that the company owns. Why not boycott the entire company? All I, these, I, all I, these yes, brands. Yes, you are correct. Well, no been, one's doing it. It's been, why, why it, look, it. Look how hard it was to get conservatives to boycott anything past a couple days. And now you're going to tell them they got to read a list of all their favorite alcohol brands and they can't get a Corona on the beach anymore. They can't handle it. If, okay. Okay. We can't get Republicans to show up and freaking vote in a freaking primary. Like, guys, and you're asking them to give up their favorite beer? We, we, went to, we went to Charleston, West Virginia. It's about five hours from here. We went to Mardi Gras Casino where several people recognized me and they were big fans and they were all holding Bud Lights. <laughs> and I laughed and I was like, you guys drinking Bud Light? And they're like, well, I don't know. My it, point. It, it, this is the funny thing, right? We launched, uh, uh, we relaunched SCNR.com and I got a super chat the other day from someone like, what is this? You're just going to launch this thing with no explanation? And I was like, bro, we've explained this like 20 times over the past two months. The issue is the average person doesn't watch every single episode of this show. So, how often do we talk about Bud Light? Out of how many segments we do, we do five to six segments per day on this show that gets spread out throughout the week. And over the past six months, maybe like 20 of them, maybe 30 have been about Bud we Light. We haven't talked about it in like three months. Exactly. I think that's when I was here. Yes. <laughs> so, we were in Austin. We were talking so about a April, lot of we people don't know this. Yeah. My view is simply, we we want every company to say, I don't want to go near Dylan Mulvaney and Woke woke sponsorship because I will lose lots and lots of money. How? So then that that would mean we need to say, we did it. We won. Bud, Bud Light. Bye bye. And then we just move on from it. That might be the right move. I don't hate AB and Bev. I mean, they made a stupid choice by marketing their beer to kids with through, yeah. through Dylan Mulvaney. And maybe that's all that needs to be known. Like, don't do it again. It's a, you know, I'm not a huge fan of multinational corporations, but there's other ones like the Bank for International Settlements that I'd rather be boycotting. Yeah, look, look all major corporations, I say all, the vast majority of major corporations hate every single one of us in this room and everything we stand for. To be fair, and they give tons of money to those causes that we hate. Go ahead. I think they hate everybody. Mm. I think most corporations are looking at numbers and they're thinking, where do, how, how do we get sales? My concern is with a company as large as AB InBev, if sales among conservatives has gone to zero, they are not going to stop trying to market the beer. But it hasn't gone to zero. There are still a huge percentage of conservatives that are still drinking it. Absolutely, as I up. mentioned. So they've got it right. So they've, they've got to have that fear of, okay, we can't do anything else or we'll really be toast. I don't believe... Conservatives drink more beer than liberals, by the way. I, 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 I believe that's true. 
yeah. that's why they screwed up because Bud Light, that, that woman was like the frat bro image. It's like, well, who do you think's drinking your beer? You know what I mean? If, if a liberal's drinking a beer, it's going to be some weird small batch, you know, craft brew out of Williamsburg or something. Holla. My, my concern is putting $100 million into UFC is an opportunity to say, spend money on us, give us your money. Someone super chatted that Dana White just got $100 million for free to make fun of Bud Light. Yes, we want more of that. How can we get more of that? What we don't want is for Bud Light to eventually come April go, we spent $100 million on this contract and it's it's given us a zero return. The shareholders are angry and they're demanding we spend the money elsewhere. Then they start investing in who knows what. The same stuff they've always invested in. Liberal like causes and, and just advertising in general. So right, so we want to stop that. We want more money to go to UFC. I think they're in a situation where they're like, their ship is sinking. If their sales are down 24%, that's like a sinking brand. Agreed. But the and UFC so my, has a lot of money. The UFC doesn't need uh, I don't, I don't, uh, Bud Light. I, I, I don't care if they need it. Bud Light needs the UFC. I'd rather Dana White, whether you love him or hate him, have the money over Dylan Mulvaney. And so the question is, if their ship is sinking, Ian, how do we convince them that we are the ones who are going to make their ship stay upright, but they have to give us the oh, ship? Oh, I just sink the ship. Just let the ship sink. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not going to. The, well, the Bud Light brand will. Maybe not the overall InBev. I get what you're saying there. But Bud Light will never go away. The fleet will not be sunk necessarily, but, but the it ship will might be. forever be a part of the Dylan Mulvaney ship. I want to see it. Right. And you agree they'll shift their spending to other brands. Correct. And they're going to spend on those other brands in the same direction they've, they've, they've gone with Bud Light. No, they will, they're not going to They're not gonna do a Dylan Mulvaney ad no, with Modella or, any, or Corona, whatever. But they'll do Pride events and stuff like that. So does Yingling. Absolutely. Yep, they do. Not conservative dads, ultra-right beer. Like <laughs> the only no, brand that's openly pro-life and does conservative hot women. Calendar. Then, then, like then, then let's just guys. say this. Let's just say this. The only option right now is the fight is over. We completely ignore Bud Light. Never buy from them again. The narrative drops. We don't we don't engage with it. We just support the parallel economy. And go to conservativedad.com and buy your ultra-right beer. That's the option, I guess. Because then it's not an issue of if there's a boycott or not. It's a we don't care anymore. Have a nice day. Let yeah. them spend the money where they want to spend it, and you spend your money on parallel economy products. Yeah, because Public Square, Donald Public I Square. Think, I think that's yes. a good option because it does feel like going balls to the wall against AB InBev is like hostile, like unnecessarily hostile. I kind of like a little bit of unnecessary hostility in my life, to be yeah. honest, though. Yeah. I mean, it's the way I've lived the last against, few years. I don't know, man. Decades. Against the multi... <laughs> I guess if you're going to go against a multinational corporation, the a beer corporation might be the right one to target. Hey, fun story. So this past weekend, we had our conservative as ultra right uh, anti-corporate retreat up in Gatlinburg in the Smoky Mountains. And there was evidently a frat party going on on each side of the cabin that we were all in. So we had everyone with our company, this huge cabin. There was this frat party going on. Somehow they ended up with a ton of ultra right beer at these frat parties. <laughs> I went over there for a little while. They were dumping the other beers. They had no Bud Light. I'd like to play. <laughs> it was a fun experience. I'm waiting for those photos and videos to come out. I'll explain it all once it does. But it was a good time had by all. Well, I told them the other night my victory condition would be to see your company buy Bud. Buy that brand. I like this idea. I think we're a few billion short, but I like the concept. Maybe. Yeah. How about we, uh, let's jump to this next story. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you predictive programming. Hey, who wants to read those words? <laughs> I don't, don't want to say it out loud. It okay. Says, are, you, are you ready, everybody? Civil War. What is this? Official trailer, HD, A24. The new movie that is coming out in 2024, starring Kirsten Dunst and many others, is a movie about... 19 states seceding from the union a civil war erupting and the the western forces of california and texas 
are attacking their way through the U.S. to make their way to D.C. for some reason. We don't know the exact story. All I know is the premise based on the trailer sounds completely ridiculous. Texas and California will never unite. There would not be a civil war in which those two states are unified because there are states between them. However, they do mention 19 states seceded in the trailer. So it could be that Texas and California are part of the secession. But the reason it's called the Western Force of Texas and California is because they're the two largest states in the seceding group. I don't understand why they would team up at all. I wonder what the story is going to be. But how is there a Civil War movie that they did not consult the Timcast crew on? That's what I want to know. Yeah. I feel like this should have been like where they focus like, on. I, I got a feeling that script they're not right going to involve foreign countries coming in and like because what would happen in a real Civil War is the CCP would be heavily involved funding the war. Absolutely. Lots of Chinese weapons and yep. planes and, and tanks. the Russians and the Iranians and the Syrians like and every the Houthis. Civil War. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It'd be a bit of a mess. Yeah. It'll be uh, <laughs> the Israeli government and, and, as well, especially. And they would say Mossad Calif would be everywhere. Yeah, they would call it California, but it ain't California doing the weapon. Uh, the same way no, Ukraine's no, no, doing no, no, right no. now. It, it, it would be California. And the Chinese would go to them and they'd say, we will give you anything you want. And we don't care what happens afterwards. And we will guarantee your independence after you win. No, no. That's what they'll tell them. Right, right. Yes, yes, yes. They're saying, just fight each other. Just rip your country to shreds. That's it. But uh, a lot of people are tweeting out predictive programming. The idea of predictive programming is that powerful elites, government agents or whatever, condition the public through mass media to encourage certain behaviors in the event of a certain circumstance. So... A simple, a simple idea would be, let's say civil war breaks out. Nobody knows what it's going to look like. They want to create an image of what a civil war would look like before it happens so that your behaviors will be, will fall into a certain camp. So uh, some ways to explain this, right? People don't know what gunshots sound like because they only hear guns for movies. That's not what gun sounds like. Every time someone raises a gun in a movie, the hammer clicks, the gun cocks which makes literally no sense. But because they're, and I don't believe that this is to condition you, it's because they're trying to make you know the gun's coming. But you'll always see in movies like Indiana Jones, for instance, the new one, everybody raises guns to him and you hear all the guns cocking. Like, dude, the guns are already cocked. Round is already chambered. <laughs> they're raising the gun. There would be no sound, but for dramatic effect. So imagine it this way. Civil War breaks out. Everyone does a bunch of random things. You make a movie, Civil war breaks out and water is poisoned. Don't drive Teslas, a big component of the film. Then what happens is this idea is seen in everyone's mind from watching a movie that's probably wrong. Civil war breaks out. Everyone says better stay away from Teslas. That's the idea of predictive programming. I don't believe that's the case. You know, I, I mean, it's possible, I guess. I think the reality is there have been numerous articles, numerous statements from academics talking about the possibility of a civil war. There have been numerous polls where people say they want a civil war. There have been members of Congress calling for a national divorce. And some dude goes, this would be a great movie. And he writes it all down, goes to an investor and says, let's make this movie. Yeah, there's many what things. do we find there's out Tim's really behind the movie? Are you bankrolling Somebody. this, Tim? Are you the financing all this? The whole point in the past seven years <laughs> yes. was so that I could make you this movie. You were doing programming, I see. So we were, we, were, we were actually talking about this idea yesterday. I just posted the clip on my uh, Twitter, at LukeWeAreChange, uh, describing what I was uh, talking about when it comes to predictive programming, because I do believe that there are actual incidences where this happened. 24 and torture is one of them. I mentioned it yesterday. We also saw the buildup to the 
Iraq war have a lot of a lot of popular media that went along with it that essentially drove the American people to believe that their lives were in danger unless we fought the terrorists over there and not over here. So when you look at the intelligence agencies and their larger influence on pop culture, on media and entertainment, this has this has been something that they've been influencing for many decades now. A lot of people bring up um, a mockingbird. A lot of people bring up the the commission hearings that were happening within Congress that exposed the infiltration of the corporate media by the intelligence agencies. And if you're at the intel agencies, what better way to to get away with these larger ideas than to kind of make people acquiesce to them through uh, entertainment, through subconscious subliminal messaging in films, in movies? I think this is why we are seeing such racial division tones almost in every form of entertainment now. I think it's also important to note that right before the Ukrainian war, there was an extreme amount of Russian propaganda. We saw the corporate deep state kind of media all in unison say, Russia, Russia, Russia hacked this election. And as we know, none of that was actually true. But but the, the Russian boogeyman was built up. And now we are in a proxy war with Russia using Ukraine as essentially our larger kind of forces on the ground to do the fighting for us and sacrifice their lives for this larger neoconservative objective. So I, I do believe predictive programming is true. I do believe it has been used. There's a lot of different ways to interpret it. Um, a lot of people will extrapolate whatever little things they want to extrapolate. But uh, I think it's clear. Intel agencies control the media. The media does send out particular messaging that does actually so happen. You, you, you think there's a strong possibility that they're conditioning us to prepare for a civil war? Uh, now, as far as the whole civil war context, again, you can't really say because it's more clear after the fact. So, yeah, well, so well, real quick, sorry to interrupt, but I just it could be that they're trying to condition people to not want civil war. It's also impossible to figure it, figure it out until after everything happens, because then you kind of put all the pieces together, uh, especially when it came to justifying torture in America, when it came to the, the larger entertainment, entertainment series that also had intel influences that were excusing torture by the intel agencies. That's a clear example of them, then us finding out through Snowden and WikiLeaks that yes, they were actually torturing and trying to excuse it through uh, media forms of entertainment. So a couple years down the line, if there's a civil war, we could say, yes, uh, this was the kind of predictive programming. When the whole Russiagate collusion stuff was happening, no one kind of foresaw, hey, this is going to lead us to be in a kind of proxy war with Russia. Now that we are, I think it's fair to say that that all the stuff that we were hearing about Russia being the boogeyman laid right. the groundwork for us now being in this proxy war. So, so this is how it works. We're going to know and definitively the, later down the line. We can't know. We can't know now. We can't tell now. The reason why they were trying to claim that Trump was a Russian spy is because we were supposed to be at war with Russia in Ukraine in 2014 and 15 into 2016. Or I should just say 2017 because Obama leaves. Everything freezes. The escalation on the, on the eastern front of Ukraine sort of stopped. Donald Trump gets in. He says, I don't want war. And then all of a sudden the Ukrainian stuff froze. I was in Ukraine. When this stuff was all started, I was there at the beginning of the Euromaidan protests. I, I got to go and actually see the statue that was toppled, fragments of, of Lenin's head on the ground, and then uh, uh, Molotov cocktails. I ended up leaving around then. It escalated from there, and the remaining vice crew actually went to Yanukovych's house, the former president who was ousted and fled the country. Then Trump gets elected. Everything stops. 
And if Hillary would have became president, it would have been there a was war. a very high likelihood that there would have been war with Russia. John McCain. No, and a likelihood? 100%. Yeah, yeah. John McCain. I mean, it also depends on a lot of different uh, factors. China also plays a role in this as well. So does Iran. So does Saudi Arabia. Uh, but but we have to understand, Lindsey Graham and John McCain were in Ukraine during the Maidan revolution, which was influenced by the intelligence agencies that also helped spur it on and help move Ukraine away from the Russian influence towards the more NATO Western influence they were there on the ground saying yes we have to fight the russians we have to kick out the russians we have to have nato here inside of ukraine all the way back in 2014 and they were banking the military industrial complex uh, the central banks banksters the controllers were banking on a larger conflict if trump wasn't elected and uh I, trump still did some things he did send lethal weapons to ukraine but his foreign policy definitely wasn't as aggressive as hillary clinton's would have been as she's a total bloodthirsty war hawk that literally celebrates the torture and death of individuals and cheers and laughs about it i was thinking as you were talking that he came yeah he we saw, saw he died that we <laughs> saw Gaddafi. that was so crazy she laughed yeah, she as there's she, like the, a the camera wasn't all on knife or just being Stabbed into his Ugh, uh, buttocks. What we're doing is predictive programming as well. It's just not as subtle as putting it in a movie. We're actually just projecting what we think is going to happen. And that, in a way, is prepping people for maybe believing, okay, I I'll get ready for what you think is going to happen. So we, that's a big responsibility. And Luke, I'm really glad you brought up that show 24. Yes. Jack Bauer. It was uh, Kiefer Sutherland. It was in 2003, right after World or uh, September 11th, uh, right after the towers came down. Uh, it, it was like he was an anti, he was like fighting terrorists and mm -hmm. he was just such a good guy. And there was, was a nuke about a to go off in yeah. New York City and they needed to torture someone to save everyone yeah, in New York like City. Anything. And then right after that, they were like, oh, we're torturing people. It's okay because we want to save people from Fun. getting nuked. Meanwhile, they were torturing goat herders that literally were sleeping with someone's cousin that they didn't like. And the, the Afghani neighbor snitched on them, said that they're Taliban. And then they were sent to Egypt and literally had their children. I can't even say this, but, you know, hurt in unspeakable ways by CIA officials that were torturing them in front of uh, the goat herders there for frick's sakes that is it, it's just mind-boggling to, to to see the level of just how sinister this is and and the the things behind the scenes that actually do happen uh, that that they use to justify this kind of cr criminality and insanity we used to watch 24 because you guys well, watch admin loves 24 so i have funds uh, i'll give a short version of his story is i don't kick me off from ever coming back to Timcast after I tell, tell you this. So I once <laughs> spent the day with Carl Rove and his favorite show was 24. Get out. True story. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. What do you like about it? I think all the things Torture, torturing described. people, you know, you know, going after. We didn't get into was, a lot. Of, I don't remember getting a lot of detail. This has been many years ago. It was like the show's 24 is all about 20. Every episode, there was 24 hours until some yep. horrible thing. Episode. He's always in a rush. He was always a race against time. No, it was it was a real time, wasn't it? Like 24 was the episode. Oh, and that's then it was right. Like, and then an hour the episode per episode. was 10 to 11. What was bizarre to me is I would have thought someone like Carl Rove, who's been in the places that he's been and lived the life that he's lived, he would think like, this show's stupid. It's so fake. It's so whatever. But he was like, no, this is Great the show Pentagon. Watch everyone's single one. Like House of Cards <laughs> did that too, man. Yeah. House of Cards made us think that it's okay for politicians to be corrupt. Like it's like, yo, 
it's just how it is. Look how charming Kevin yeah. Spacey is in this too. It's okay. He's, <laughs> the, 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 he smiles. The Pentagon literally <laughs> hires Hollywood producers and writers to write scripts for them about events that they then go to the American people and say was truth. They hired Jeremy Bruckheimer to do the whole Jessica Lynch story. If you remember that story, that. that was an insane large psyop on the American people to push the Iraq war, to make everyone stand for this very strong, independent woman that stood up and fought to the last Iraqi she stood up on a gunner and took them all down when in reality she was cowering in fear. The Iraqis took her to a hospital and said, hey, America, can you please pick her up? America sent in tanks, blew up the hospital, took her out, and then the CIA and Jerry Bruckheimer ran with a story saying this brave woman was saved by American heroes after she fought killing the last I, I, Iraqi, which was I all bullcrap. Up. I know what the predictive programming is. The, the main character, the protagonist, what is their job? Save the world. No, they're a journalist. Oh. Ugh, they're journalists. <laughs> and so already the trailer's narrative is civil war is bad. Journalists are good. Gross. Here we go. Mm. The media is distrusted. For years, people have hated the media. <laughs> Kirsten Dunst plays a journalist. And she's, she has this line. It's actually a good line. She says, every time I came back from a war, I thought I was sending home a warning. And I'm like, I really like that. She's saying the warning was don't do this here. And I think the last the time that maybe ha the last time that happened was Vietnam. I can't think of the journalist's name I'd like to name right now from Vietnam that came back with some of those warnings. But um, I wish I could name. This it. is a good. That's I like how the word wars and the word warning. Uh, yeah, don't do it here. Look what happened in Ukraine. Look what's happening in Ukraine. That's what happens when war happens. Ukraine somewhere. Don't destroyed. do it here. I can't believe these freaking lunatics that were out there speaking, screaming from the rooftops that Ukraine could win that war. No, they were lying. And I they knew know, they were lying. I don't lying. know anything were, about anything. Yeah. And I remember yeah. early on, I was like, no, that's there's no way. This is not going to happen. The only, if they won, it's the it would only be like country to get poorer after the fall of the Soviet Union, and they're going to beat Russia? Yeah. Come on. And I One of the most corrupted countries in the world? Yeah. <laughs> like, even if they won, even if that, it would be so it devastating. It wasn't possible. Yeah, it like, was never possible. And I had, I remember having this conversation with people. They're like, so you're just talking because you love Putin. I'm like, I don't like Putin. And they were like, well, I'm just, you can look at facts and just say this country is going to get annihilated over time. And that's what's happening. They've, they've killed off a generation of men in Ukraine. I was th th this is offensive. Somebody in the chat said, Alex Garland is a genius. Tim didn't pass the 11th grade. That is shockingly offensive. I didn't pass the 9th grade. Who's Alex Garland? I can't believe you beat me. I want to say I'm around 10th grade. I dropped out of high school. Oh, nice. Stop showing off. You guys, I'm <laughs> I was homeschooled. Like hey, I can, I can actually top Tim on this. I was homeschooled and I dropped out of homeschool. That's tough Ooh. to do. Oh, I on. dropped out of public school to be homeschooled, so to be fair. <laughs> the, the reality is... Uh, do you have a GD? No. Damn, neither do I. So Alex, <laughs> Alex Garland's the guy that wrote this. Is that right? Uh, it's like it's a writer director. Yeah. Okay. He did uh, Ex Machina. That's right. I if and Annihilation. Hmm. Kristen. Dunst I mean, I'm, I'll good. definitely see it for sure. But but it's it's not like I'm going like whoa. This is a, I got to see this movie. I'm, my attitude is like I'm, I'm interested to see what their perspective is and how they would portray us. Yeah, because the power would be out. I mean, none of these cities would have electricity if there was no, a real civil true. war. Well, you don't think so? Of course, it'd be power. If there, there were there jets were, bombing, I mean, it would be like well, CCP jets and American something jets. In the, in power, the movie. power, power will go out selectively in key areas when infrastructure is hit. Cyber attacks will take out certain portions of the grid, but there 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 are ways that things will be backed up and people I, I think power. it would be an excuse for the ccp and russia to go total war over the united states homeland and it would no. be like v2 like rockets coming in out of orbit hypersonic no, missiles hitting destroy ourselves. Lewis. You, you are right there but not total war 
Not yeah, total China war is the wrong to, word. It would it, be a limited war in in the United no, States. No, they'd go to California and say, "We will drop bombs on DC for you." And then when it's over, don't forget who helped you. They would want to maximize influence with the victors. A crippled United States would be subservient to China. Yeah, they would let us destroy ourselves as right. long that, as we would continue. Well, my concern would be like the CCP would aid the the dissent or whatever, the, the Californian dissent or whatever. I don't, I'm not saying it's California, but just if there was a civil war, one side would be foreign nationals. The other side would be the remnants of the American government. And the, the American government ones would be flying their F-52, whatever the hell these jets are, dropping bombs over the, the dissenters. And the dissenters would have Chinese jets coming in over Washington, D.C. And it would be just roads would be all blown apart. There wouldn't be lights would not be coming on in the cities. The rivers would become toxic. It wouldn't be like exciting. It would be like no one would know what was going on. And they'd just be hearing bombs dropping and, and planes going overhead and stuff. Yeah, this is a, this is a, people seem to people don't understand. Um, and people who have served in combat know better than I. Imagine you're in the middle of a shopping mall. There's no people around. Civil war is happening. You know what's happening. You hear gunshots. What do you do? You may be thinking, in a movie, you know the bad guys are all running in, and you're like, oh no, it's the bad guys run. In the real world, you hear gunshots, and you're like, I don't know. And then someone runs in, and you're like, are they a good guy or a bad guy? Are they on my side? Or what do I do? You don't know. That's why friendly fire happens so often. There, there, uh, there's a famous story. I can't remember exactly what it was. There was... Um, there's probably tons of these stories. An, an American unit in Vietnam was was being surrounded and they're being shelled and they had to get word out because they were being shelled by Americans because the Americans didn't realize yeah. that other Americans were there. These things kind of happen. These things, these kind of things happen a lot. And that's like you're when you're shooting at someone that you don't realize. Then there's things where like you just got dudes walking in front of your tank and you don't know they're in front of you. I like, think that was Hamburger uh, Mountain that that incident happened in Vietnam um that you were describing yeah but, but I, I, no no information is the first uh, casualty of war so people you're right Ian, won't know what's going on and more importantly they'll be given disinformation to make them believe that the opposite is true so whatever kind of conflict is unfolding you might be thinking you're doing the right thing but you could have been fed information that was totally not true yeah at all. people get a radio broadcast that sounds yeah. like joe biden but it's a deep fake gives given by the enemy you know like that kind of stuff this is why, uh, so I just, I, I recently been watching Dr. Stone, and this is why I love it so much. One of the, one of the points of the show, the, the main character is like, we're going to build the most powerful weapon known to man, communications. And I was just like, yes, I'm like, that is so amazing. I love that. Because the immediate assumption when you say we want, you're, you're at war and you're like, what's the most powerful weapon someone could have? And they're like, I don't know, nuke? No, a radio. The yeah. ability to coordinate in real time at the speed of light. Thank you. Is is ex- I was right? thinking this two nights ago Hamburg, about Hamburger Hill, radio. Hamburger Mountain. I just want to. Okay, I was, I was about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Go, go ahead. Ian. The radio, radio is like the most powerful technology on earth. I mean, you could. It is. What was the Japanese woman that used to broadcast during World War Two? Rose something Rose. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll look it up. Uh. I don't know. Dude, the radio changed but everything. I was like, when, yep. in reading about Civil War battles TV and stuff. killed it, though. And American Revolutionary War fights, it's like, 
That's why they had trumpets. Tokyo it's, Rose. Tokyo Rose. There you go. The reason yeah. why they had drums, the reason why they had trumpets, it was it was battlefield communications. You knew certain sounds meant certain moves. But yep. now you have radio. Yeah, instantaneous long-range communication. Radio like altered reality in such broadcast towering. Like it just things after 19 whatever 04 or whenever tesla popped that in, and there were other people working on it too there's an italian guy working on it yeah but um, tv killed the radio it definitely is better but yeah, radio is like the basic function like it's the basic groundbreaking communication tech that altered reality in such a way and it still will like if power goes out we have like shortwave radio we can bounce it off the ham radio yeah you can connect yeah. around the world with it what is ham high altitude I don't Something. know, but it works. Let's find out. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And, and you know what? In, I want to tell you, Tim, about civilization, the game. When you develop that technology in the game, Sid Meier had it right. It changes everything. You get the broadcast tower and you get battleships. The ability to communicate with your ships across the ocean. Like, oh, dude. Yeah. You just cannot compete with real-time communication. Yeah. I, 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 like 10 guys with the same weapons as 100 guys could win if they're communicating in real time at the speed of light. Like, I mean, like instant communication as those standing next to each other because you can coordinate so much faster. It's ridiculous. That, that metric I, I just made up. I'm just saying hypothetically, the you, you, communications gives you such a, a tremendous advantage over your opponent who can't coordinate. You're running circles around. Well, him. it's the main weapon in fifth generational warfare. And a lot of people argue, you know, a, a, a lot of the posts, a lot of the social media, uh, a, a lot of just the videos and the audio and the article, they're a lot more powerful than bullets and bombs. Yep. And, and the I pen think is that argue, the, sword. The, the argument is absolutely true, especially what, what we're seeing now with the big attacks against Rumble, the attacks against Twitter, the, the attacks against anyone willing to stand up for free speech, which I think is absolutely crucial towards uh, anti-war principles that need to be promoted more than ever. Those principles are only promoted on free speech platforms. Meanwhile, the other platforms just promote war, I, conflict, bloodshed, and chaos. I think the reason communication tech is, is the most powerful war technology is because people don't want to fight. They want to end the conflict as fast as possible, so they're waiting for orders to figure out how to do it. And if you get the wrong orders, you're going to do what you got to do to end the conflict. If you do the wrong thing like that, you can, that's the most devastating outcome. It, it like that's, that's, I, I didn't think I just till just now that's pretty deep. Dude. People Let's, do not want, they want to end the, it's just like same with when you, if you're being attacked at night, it's not about what do you do if you're being attacked? It's not like kill. It's like stop the threat. That is what it is. Right. Get as far away from it or whatever. Let's jump to this story from Newsweek. Elon Musk's mom rushes to his defense. She is furious with Joe Biden. Well, the real story is that Joe Biden is targeting Elon Musk. The deep state is targeting, targeting Elon Musk. And now Elon's mom is calling out Joe Biden, saying, I am the mother of Elon Musk. His goal is to make this world a better place. POTUS wants to stop him. Have you any idea how furious I am? People in other countries are proud of Elon and do not understand the U.S. president's motive. Please tell me how I should answer them. That's the best mom tweet ever. President Biden stood at the White House podium and stated Elon Musk is worth being looked at. When asked how, he said there's lots of ways. There certainly are. The DOJ, FAA, FTC, NLRB, SDNY, and FWS have all taken action. The FCC now, now joins them. It is obvious that the federal government is illegally and unconstitutionally targeting Elon Musk over his Wait, political actions. Who is Brendan Carr, FCC? Who is that? He's, is I, 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 I don't know if he's the former. Let me pull him up. He might be the head of the FCC. He is the commissioner for the FCC. Yeah. What the hell? And he's been calling out the FCC quite a bit for the actions they've been taking. 
And he's, he's announcing the FCC now joins them. Yep. Wow. That's a so that's you know an incredible you, threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's huge. That that's major. And you know it's business when your that's mom thuggery. goes on social media and tries to protect you <laughs> and scold the people attacking you. But uh, that's incredible thuggery from our government. We we yeah. are we are full on Soviet style. He, he writes, "I dissent." Oh, he does right. He yeah. is dissent. Okay, good. He says the FCC adds itself to the growing list of federal agencies engaging in the regulatory harassment of Elon Musk. I dissent. Good for him. Yo, man. But now he says the FCC is going to be investigating them. Now and he says he's them. dissenting to it. He, 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 this so guy, he's this guy's called out of, the Biden. One right. of however many on the board or whatever it is. Or whatever it might be. But, yeah. uh, yo, they're going after Elon, man. Absolutely. And, and this is why uh, I, I, Elon's going to double down. God They've declared him. war on a guy with means. Yeah. Why is Alex Jones back? Because they kept... Look, the advertiser... Elon didn't want to bring Alex Jones back because he didn't want to lose advertisers. Advertisers pull out and he goes, screw it. There is Alex, nothing back. more dangerous than a man with nothing left to lose. I'm not saying Elon Musk has nothing left to lose, but he had nothing well, left to lose when it came to advertising. I, I suppose it's fair to say there's nothing more dangerous than the wealthiest man on the planet with nothing. With, yes, left to lose. yes. That is that's the ultimate version of that for sure. Or who's not fe who, who fears who, who doesn't fear fears loss. no loss. This yeah. is so yeah. crazy, man. The United States government, I think, has I'm going to say it's just such a dumb, obvious thing. Hubris, like <laughs> it's not that powerful. I know it is the probably the most powerful government on earth, but it's one of so many powerful governments. It's like you can't like win everything. You try and defend what our Venezuela as well as the Ukraine as well as Israel. Now you want to go after your own with your richest uh, citizen. Like what the hell are you doing to yourself? This. I want it to be good. I want it to be a force of good on Earth. I, I think Elon is also... <laughs> we're, we're a little yeah. ways yeah. off of being yeah, the yeah, force yeah, of yeah, good yeah, on yeah. Earth. What, what kind of drugs are you smoking if you think government can't be good? Government can't be good. Government has never it. been good. It's always the horrible. It's always good. bad. But I think Elon is banking on a major election shift. Yeah. The, the, because if, if, let's just say, a Republican gets into the executive office... He's going to make sure all of these investigations go away. But if Joe Biden is elected, these investigations will continue and they will try to topple and destroy the only platform that allows people to talk freely to each other and expose the psyops as the psyops happen. Twitter is is the place you go to get on the, the ground breaking news coverage of events that happen now. And what better way to call out the next psyop, the next kind of major event, the next the next big Pearl Harbor like event, then uh, uh, of course be on social media and you see it called out right in right there in real time. So I, I I think he's understanding that there is going to be a big political shift. He's banking on the Republicans. The Republicans probably will win, and then he's going to be saved by them. That's because like, there is still a lot of fear of you know Apple could come in and kill off Twitter X as an app. And that is a major, major issue. Google, I mean, Google can too. And absolutely all these things. And and that's where functionally it was too big to fail, quote unquote. And correct. Functionally, is, but people would like, Apple would never do it because people would ditch their iPhones. A lot of people would. I would. You would. I mean, we still can't get Republicans to vote in primaries, so I don't know how far they're it's, willing to go to fight I, for things. This, but I this agree one, with you this one, a percentage of them, because screen time for for X is so it's high. Huge. Yeah, it's not a question of I'm going to take a stand. It's a question of oh man, what did what did they say? I, I got to get a different phone. Yeah, it's not even a or question. Or they just use the web version or whatever. Yep. Yeah. If Apple removed, but it's, it'll X, hurt traffic, and you could, it would, but a lot of people would be like, yeah, yo, I'm on this app 24 seven. WTF, mate. Yeah. yeah, I'd like ruin my life. I'm going to watch it all day long on Twitter just to just to teach the government a lesson or Apple. This is why they made threads. 
They were hoping people would switch, but they will not. No one cared. Well, yeah. this is why there's even talks of Elon creating his own phone. And if he does, yeah. then of course, when Apple but then bans it's networks. him, everyone's going to go there. But then it's networks. What networks are those phones going to operate T-Mobile? on? T-Mobile? Verizon? Probably. T-Mobile like works for everybody. They're like, screw it, Cricket. Like, let's let's yeah. make it happen. Yeah. yeah. And Starlink? I, I, yeah, but Cricket's but, but he, but he has Starlink oh, too, so he, he, could, he could merge his phone with Starlink. If it, well, he yeah. can't now, but yeah. if he could, that would be the ultimate. Exactly. That would give us true... That's yeah. where we're headed. That I would think, be incredible. I think uh, Starlink would have oh, the yeah. capabilities of... Um, I'd imagine a phone could get a megabit per second through Starlink, low orbit. I mean, the, the Starlink... He'd have to expand it greatly. No, the the, 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 no, I don't think so. The current Starlink modules are small, are very small. No, no, I'm saying he'd have to expand capacity where they're at throughout oh, the country. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to have more of it up there, is what I'm saying, for it to have connectivity I, I wonder nationwide. what his current, current load could... What, what they could handle. But I'd imagine they could easily get um, texting... Texting, no question. Yeah. Starlink could easily handle text messages. What would the delay? I mean, these are questions I don't expect. No, it's low here latency. It's like yeah. 35 milliseconds. Oh, that's good. That was the point of Starlink. Yeah. Satellite phones. That's that's definitely the future. Terrestrial phones are too vulnerable. These 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 landlines are can be just blown up by a meteor strike. I mean, the ones up in orbit. Yeah, they're they're way safer in orbit. I think Apple already has a feature where you could connect to a satellite yeah. in case of emergencies yep. when you have no cell phone signal. So you can, yeah, and and for for a ten years plus now they've had two way satellite texting devices. You know, Elon's got that in mind that he's trying to merge all these things into one X unit, like the the starships, the satellites, the phones, the social media. What else? The tunnels are going to be the shape the brain of a big chip. X underground. You're going to go through big X's. No, just kidding. <laughs> they'll, probably, they'll probably be circles. You saw those videos of the tunnels the brain they have chips in, in, yes. in L.A. No, I haven't seen them yet. You go into a narrow tunnel in your Tesla, and it can bypass traffic and self drives. Yeah, it's pretty terrifying. Yeah, those tiny tunnels. I would not want to get stuck in one of those things. Are they automate? Like, do they carry your car? Or do you just have to drive? Your through? car drives itself through. Oh, okay. Kind of. Actually, it's like a little sled thing. His yeah. like final product is a sled thing. You drive the car into the sled thing, and then that mm. automates the whole process. So it's all running on its own rails. You don't have to worry about driving. I would not want to go in one of those. Yeah, tunnels. yeah, neither would I. But if you live in LA and you have to face traffic, you might, yeah. you might, you might want to. <laughs> traffic in LA is nuts, dude. Some one day I spent three hours in traffic going like ten miles. Or what, 17 what, what's miles. the fear of going in the tunnel? You're gonna get stuck in the middle of it, or that little thing's just gonna whew, shoot you You're right stuck on in the, the other side? Yeah, for a long time. Huh? Yeah, that'd be rough. Real rough. <laughs> <laughs> What's their ventilation in that thing? I don't even. Know. I don't even like the tunnel, like the Lincoln Tunnel. You know. Yeah. It's not like yeah. I'm worried about it. I drive through, drove, drove through it hundreds of times. I'm just like those long, super narrow, compressed was, tunnels. I don't know about that. I was talking to someone about this with building skyscrapers. We're gonna come. This is gonna. We're gonna come a time there. We have a a crisis of competency coming. We're already kind of there, but we're really gonna be there in twenty to thirty years. A crisis of competency, and I'm one. I'm I worry about the people making building skyscrapers today what's going to happen to those skyscrapers in 30 or 40 years yeah, yeah. go meet the average person that's doing things anywhere in america these days and it's going to give me concern about being on the hundredth floor of a building built by these people you, know, you can look at china today right now and see that happening in real time and see the buildings that are falling because people were skirting around these little like building uh, building codes etc cetera, etc cetera, you know and it's, maybe, maybe they just don't care about a, a, a loss care. of life over there it's right. a little different but right. i think it's like more of a they they have probably or they do have more competency when it comes right. to engineering and those kind of things than we have and i think that they do i think in 30 years from now yeah so so just to go back to the topic here i i think there's a race to destroy elon musk will the democrats be able to do it 
during this election cycle? Will they be successful? Can they stop him? Can they stop Twitter? What do you guys think? No. No. And at this pace, Trump's going to get elected, and then he's going to say, thank you, Elon, and Elon's going to reap the rewards. Yep. Oh, yeah. And he's going to say, oh, all these investigations? What investigations? Yep. And rightfully so, because he's being targeted, he's being attacked. But uh, I, I think Elon is playing also a different kind of gambit as well when it comes to the defense contractors, when it comes to the carbon emissions, when it comes to all the ties that he has uh, to the military industrial complex and to the defensive capabilities that he's giving Ukraine and Israel and the United States and the Antarctica right now. So uh, I, I believe that's one of the reasons why he is still not officially kind of taken out, officially stopped, uh, because uh, the Pentagon needs him. Someone, don't have someone them, needs to ask, screwed. someone needs to ask Elon about Werner von, uh, Werner von Braun's book. What's the book called? Uh, what is it like Mars Colony or something? I don't, I don't remember. But it's where the colony of Mars, the government has an, uh, the person in charge is called Elon. Oh yeah. And it was written in 1948 before he was born. Um, that's wild. I wonder if May knew that and named Elon and then told him like, "You'll do a colony." That's what on I was Mars. saying. Like, you must colonize Mars. And he was like, "Yes, mother." <laughs> like they told Jesus, "Your father is God," and he was like, "Oh, really? Okay." Well, I think he I ran off it. for a little while. Yeah, he went he when he was out. 14. True story. Yeah. Oh wow. Allegedly. He just bounced out. I wonder if Joseph gave him his blessing. Oh, Elon, are you talking about Elon or Jesus? No, we're talking about Jesus, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Everybody was kind of pissed at him when he got back. And he was like, I was just doing my work. Like, hey, man, sometimes the, the forest calls you. Yeah. You just got to go east. <laughs> well, he's actually hanging out with villagers. But yeah, that's awesome. That's chills. like Siddhartha. He just disappeared from his life as a prince and went to hang out with the commoners for a long time. Then he became the Buddha later in life. Yeah. I want to know this. Okay. I, we're colonizing Mars. How are we going to do it? Is it going to be a corporatocracy? Is yes. that where this whole world is headed is corporatocracy, like our corporations? So, that, so that's why the, the the fascinating thing about Werner von Braun's book, we were talking about it last week, is that he says the person in charge is called the Elon. And I'm like, imagine what happens with uh, SpaceX's Mars colonization project. Elon Musk is the boss. He's in charge. He controls the finances and the resources. So when people are on Mars, they're going to say, hey, what are we doing with this new shipment of cargo? Ask Elon. And they say, okay. Elon's going to get older and older and older. Eventually, he's going to say, I'm too old to keep doing this. And then he's going to pass on. And some guy's going to be like, Elon passed. Who's in charge now? Well, our, uh, the next guy we have is, you know, is Bill. Now nah, we need someone who's going to be the next Elon Musk. Who's going to be our Elon Musk? And someone's going to be like, I think Rick would be a good Elon. <laughs> and that's how Elon turns from a name into a title. Or it could be an AI that we call Elon. That we just kind of as as a thanks. To I don't want to have to live on Mars. It just seems I don't like even in tunnels. You don't have to. Yeah, no. But people who are born there are going to love it. You think they're going to love it? Yeah. And their little tunnels, like he's talking about. Yes. Yeah. Because it's all it's all they'll know. Yeah. I, 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 that that obviously has a huge impact. Maybe I'm more of a, maybe, more of a beach kind of guy. To be honest, I hope. Yeah, we but just they'll have to the, keep things cool here. Subterranean beaches? domes. Yeah, there's there's uh, uh, nuclear silos you can live in that have fake beaches. Yep, it's, Dude, it's crazy. Yeah. Mars it's has like, like a big cylindrical thing with like sixteen floors, and one of the floors has like this big curved fake beach. And, okay, Mar and have there's the like sun, like a good fake, fake sun. sun. Can yeah. I get tan at this fake sun? No. Oh damn. Mars yeah. has um like flood striations on the surface all over the planet. Not all, literally all. The but gravitation is too weak though, so it can't. It struggles to maintain an atmosphere. Yeah, the core is still liquid. It's just got an outer layer of I think nickel that's blocking the magnetic field right now. It's messing with the field. Uh, it's like twenty twenty science article about it. Um, I think we should nuke the moon to alter its trajectory 
so that over the span of several decades, it crashes into Mars. My guess is, you know, the the Marianas, oh God, what is that? That big trench on Mars, Mars giant trench. It's just a tear in the surface of the Mars trench tear. It's uh, the biggest chasm on Mars and it's like a Valis Marineris. It was like, it looks like a scar, like something hit that planet, it ripped it open and then magma just came out of it and just spewed all into the atmosphere. All the water, just the giant global flood catastrophe, and then it just evaporated. And then the wa- the iron oxide in the in the magma fell to back down to the surface as dust, and now it's coated the surface as this red iron rust. And underneath it is all this ice. And so, if we can heat it up rapidly, I got faith that it'll come back to life. Elon is said, graphene go- going to play a role? Absolutely. Uh, Elon said to nuke the poles, which I thought was an interesting concept. But, the, but, the, but my understanding is the problem is the atmosphere is too thin, gravity is too weak to maintain it, so even nuking the poles would not you solve You could fire lasers at it, just heat it up with, with like electro lasers. What about like a graphene superstructure surrounding Mars to create a, 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 a an artificial atmosphere? Like a cyber dome? <laughs> yeah, but surrounding the whole planet. Yeah, it'd be a lattice network right. um, with like magnetic fields and stuff like yep. that. And then redirecting heat. Like you could hit lasers into that and then have it maybe maybe just, oh yeah, you could create potentially a-, a That's right. That's the future. Suitable habitat. And it's like a, it's like a stage 0.01 Dyson sphere. Okay. Yeah, once you have um, drone construction, swarm construction, you'll have like 100 million drones all working in synergy, building these- horrifically large structures in space because gravity is not an and space isn't it doesn't matter how big it is you just have 300 trillion drones working together to construct it really quick and then you can put these little arms and like laser cutters and stuff and they'll be moving things into position yeah the future is going to be wild yeah i just want to make sure we're all here to see it it's going to be exactly where are you you uh, eating steak and lifting weights because that's going to be the key to your longevity Okay, I lifted weights today. I love it, see? You'll be around for it. <laughs> I did arms, I did shoulders and pecs and, and biceps two days in a row, which might have been a mistake, but no, I just like okay. doing it. Yeah. I like those. What uh, do you- A couple you years ago- You a day. You gotta oh, recover. I didn't want to. A couple, hold on. I, a couple years ago, everyone thought we were gonna have flying cars. We have children that are eating Tide Pods. Do you really think the future's <laughs> bright? Do you really think there's going to be like some kind of- We, we, we have all this, uh, we can't even mention here on this broadcast. Yeah, we'll talk all about this, the members only. Yeah. I do think it's gonna be bright, but it's like, a birth like we're giving birth to the next evolution of the species and before birth there's a contraction and i feel like we're about if we are not going through the contraction right now we're going to and i don't want that to be a nuclear war i want it to be some kind of like you know at least like i just don't want it to be a mass die-off man we got to be able to do something to preserve these people well the mass die-off is happening now the population the population is declining and um iqs are going down too so there's that all right everybody we're gonna go to super chats so if you haven't already would you kindly smash that like button subscribe to this channel share the show with your friends head over to timcast.com click join us if you want to hang out for the uncensored members only show that's coming up at 10 p.m but also head over to the bestsongever.com pre-order our collective FU to the music industry. We teamed up with the Daily Wire covering Jeremy Boring and Michael Knowles' song Together Again. This Their song was an FU to the music industry. Our song is basically a mockery of the music industry. And I think the song is good. But when you pre-order the song, we're going crazy. Guess what? You pre-order at thebestsongever.com and you will receive a code. I believe you'll get it on the 15th with the song. You'll get 35% off. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Your uh, castbrew.com purchases. So if you want coffee, for 69 cents you buy the song, you'll get a unique promo code that gives you 35% off. And if you subscribe with that code, you will get 35% off your subscription indefinitely. See, so, so, so for those that want to get the coffee club, it's 40 bucks a month. Use this promo code. You will get 35% off your membership forever. And I know he's selling you on the code, but the song itself is worth 69 cents. Song yeah. amazing. How did the 69 number come in? It's, 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 it's a pure coincidence. So it was originally 99 cents. Okay. And there were people who were like, well, we think we could sell more of our new releases from lesser known artists if it was cheaper. And then there were some, or, some other artists who were like, we're super famous. We could sell it for whatever we want. So they do 129, 99, and 69. Hmm. We sell for 69 because we want the sales. We're less like we we're in that argument of like, hey, we're not an established large band. We're trying to sell as many as possible. Let's make it as cheap as possible for people to buy. I think you can also spend every, as much as you want. Uh, no, you can buy one song. Uh, you can't oh, spend oh, oh. more. You can you, spend you can more choose than to give more. Yeah, if you to want, support right. the company. Right. I thought I thought you may were saying you can buy more than one. No, no. So it, it's like pay what you will. You can give more than sixty nine cents if you want. Here's what we want to do. I think if we sell around 50,000 songs, we will be on the Billboard Hot 100 with our, you know, music industry mockery. And that would be like the main goal. If we sell 500,000, Michael Knowles, Jeremy Boring, Tim Poole, and Carter Banks will all get a gold record. <laughs> I don't Just know. Devastating to the music industry. <laughs> Absolutely devastating. I want to be a part man. of that devastation. Look, we, we, we wrote songs. And it's just it's just music. Not everybody likes every band. It's fine. You don't have to like our music. But when they when when they emailed us saying go f yourselves, I was just like, I get it. The way the music industry is working right now is they are trying to remove the capability of new bands from entering without their approval. I just so, talked with Dickie Barrett about it. It's it been like, like this since industry. the eighties. It's been like this yep. all along. You have to bend the knee and kiss the pinky ring if you want access. And now that we're building networks outside of their control, they're getting angry and telling us to F off. It used to be who decided what got played on the radio. Our yeah. first song, they didn't even track like one million of the plays. They went, oops, sorry, too bad. And that knocked us down. We ended up being like number one in a bunch in, in like digital sales. And we charted on a bunch of different like rock and alternative charts. And we would have probably been number one in a lot of different charts. But they accidentally said, oh, man, this one didn't count. And then we, we had to raise a stink about it. Talk to uh, Tom McDonald. He's talked a lot about how they've just rejected his sales because they're desperately trying to prevent anybody from getting into their space without their say-so. So I don't think we're going to sell 500,000 of these things, but uh, I, I believe the Daily Wire is going to help in pushing as well. But it would be the greatest thing ever to have a gold record. Yeah, it would. <laughs> we should put it in a movie, in a Daily Wire movie. I'll talk to him about it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, Jeremy and Michael Knowles are in the video. We put the commercial up at uh, Timcast Music on YouTube and you can see... The, they de-aged themselves and made a fake video from the 60s. It's fun. We're going to have fun. Uh, but let's read some Super Chats first. All right. Token Black Guy says, first, congratulations. You are first. Tom Forsyth says, being first is for losers. Clever. Ooh. Cleverly done, because Tom. you are second, in fact. That was a risk. Token then asks, hey, Tim, longtime listener, any future plans to come down south, possibly? I'm a Louisiana native, and you have a lot of followers down here. Maybe we can find a time to do a show in Nolens. Yeah, I've never been. I've never, yeah, I've never been, been either. Before. I'd love to go. 
It'd be fun. You go there? You're from the South. I've actually never been down there. A little too dark for me. That's the time. Yeah. Mardi Gras. I did Mardi Gras in St. Louis once. James G says, Seth, any updates on the Trump cans of your beer? Not upset about any delays, just curious as to the new time frame for them to ship. Yes. So the Trump beer, we ended up selling a lot more of that than we originally expected, which is a good thing. Like millions of dollars, right? Yes. I think around two on the Trump beer. Yeah. A little insane. (laughs) So little unexpected but that is a great thing we appreciate people being patient so those have started going out it's in order of people who ordered it was originally a 45 uh day delay from the order to when it gets shipped that has been extended check your spam so big tech does not like us very much so we've sent out updates on this to people who have ordered the trump beer and for whatever magical reason our order updates go to spam which is not how that's supposed to work so please do that and uh be patient it is on the way Right on. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, I watched Crowder's barbershop video. It got me thinking about the need for and importance of community. I love that that's the end goal for all these spots we're putting together. Shout out, my guy. Right on. That's the point. We want to do the cast brew coffee shops so that y'all are meeting up and hanging out in person. A space where you can hang out, talk about things, have the debates, have the conversations, play board games, whatever it may be. We want to. This, this, is, this is the game plan, man. Why are we doing this music? Why are we doing coffee? Imagine, as I've said it a million times, for those that don't know, you walk into a coffee shop, they got two TVs on the walls left and right, and as you're waiting for your coffee, it's Steven Crowder playing. It's Daily Wire, it's Timcast, it's Viva Fry, it's Stick Sex and Hammer. And regular people who are not listening to these accurate reports and commentary will one day be like, oh, this is pretty good, who is this? And they're gonna be like, oh, that's, uh, that's Steven Crowder. And they're gonna go, oh yeah, I never heard of him. New subscriber. And the idea is to have like a thousand locations. So we want to just start popping these coffee shops up all over the place where people can hang out and also regular people will be exposed to our media. It'd be interesting if on the screen while people are playing, there's a barcode that you can scan to go to the subscription page yeah. on there. We could put a QR code. I mean, everybody makes fun of CNN because they were the airport news network. Yeah. But think about how, that, how powerful that was for them. They were everywhere. Hotel lobbies. I want to take that. So you'll have a strip mall with a Walmart in it, and there will be a small cast brew standalone in the middle, and people will be like, I just want coffee. I don't know anything about it. Oh, coffee? Sure. They walk in, and then you've got Tim Castillo playing. Or you've got Stick, Sex, and Hammer talking. Also, and you then, can Bluetooth into the monitors, and they're all silent, but you can... No, we'll play the cool sound. Because if sound there's like eight playing. different shows playing... It's it, not eight different shows. It's one show at a time. Okay. So there will be five TVs all playing the same episode of Loud of Crowder. Yep. And then regular people will be like sipping their coffee and they'll be staring. I'm like, huh, how about I, that? I was thinking about directed sound technology. I don't know if you can have like. You, yes. That's cool. So there could be like a seating area where if you sit down, you hear everything really well. And if you get up, it gets a little fuzzier as you walk Ooh. away. Because then you could have like. Relatively movies. easy to do. Yeah, you can do like sound cancellation. It's expensive to engineer that stuff. Yeah. All right. Master Mullet says, great culture war episode last Friday. Eschatology is fascinating, but accepting Jesus as your savior is the most important thing. Anyways, help remove a tumor from my dog's mouth. Go fund me Sammy Boy's dental surgery. Good luck, sir. Good luck to Sammy. Much love to your dog, brother. Or Sammy's the dog. Jacob Parody says, not that I didn't trust you in the first place, Tim, but yesterday when PBD said there's going to be a cyber attack, my need to prep heightened. Mm. Yeah, that's a part of that movie, Leave the World Behind, the, o- the Obama. That's what kid. they were discussing. Yeah. There's like a, a guy in it as a prepper and they're like, we need to go to the prepper and take his stuff. I got to tell you, man, if you are prepping and anybody knows you're prepping, when it all hits the fan, you're the mark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, good luck. Everyone's out there. like, I'm coming to your house. 
And, like, and you no, think they're joking, not. they're not. Yeah, they're not joking. What is prepping? I know nothing of this. What? Yeah, I mean, right. You don't know about before. spirit cooking? You don't know about prepping? What is, it, what, is, what is this? Conservative dad? Conservative, you gotta be. You gotta get down the rabbit hole. What are you doing, bro? He just doesn't know anything about it. I've lost all my guns. Do you know what the Bohemian Grove I, look, is? Look, all my guns were lost in a, group. in a boating accident, and I don't know what prepping is. Stay away. That's all I know. Say, uh, Ursavite says, you keep saying Texas didn't want to secede, but was forced to because of geography. Wrong. Texas booted Sam Houston from office because he was opposed to secession. Texas wanted it. Texas was just as angry. Uh, well, I'll clarify. I'm not saying the they didn't want to secede. They were forced to. I'm saying geography was a principal reason for why they wanted to secede. They were the Confederacy was next to them. That were their trade partners in the immediate. And they said, this makes the most sense. There you go. I think I think that was part of you, like you, Ulysses S. Grant wrote about that. <laughs> the emperor's champion says, I say offer Bud Light clemency, and the moment they do something woke and stupid, boycott them and show these companies what happens when they get woke. Hmm. Busy says, your thoughts on Matt Walsh's take on your Bud Light stance. Also, have you read the Jaff memo in regards to ways to control population? Seems like it, it's all come to pass. I have not. And uh, we did address the Matt Walsh segment. I do think... One of the thing, what my perspective is based on owning a business and doing marketing and having done marketing consistently for like, I don't know, 15 some odd years or longer. And what I see with Bud Light is there's going to come a point where they say this market is closed to us. How can we increase sales? And they're going to target other other political market spaces. If conservatives say there is nothing you can ever do to win us back, they'll say, fine, then we'll try to win some, some other people over who are more more susceptible. That could result in them saying... I think they just drop it and they give the money to Corona. Possibly. And then Corona sponsors a bunch of Pride events too. That's they what. already do. I know. And so the extra money that Bud Light could be spending on UFC will go to Pride events. They're not going to... Look, They that was a token offering to say, hey, dumb conservatives, we think you're stupid. So we're going to give it to what we see as your redneck god, Dana White and Kid Rock. And you'll be happy forever because you're all retarded. That's but that was doing. it's. But it's a, they're saying it to everyone. But they already they already sponsor and do those kinds. Of, they've been sponsoring boxing for years, right? So, so I don't think it was a whole new market for them. Really, they just then, did it. Then, they made then a once big again, deal the out of it is, because it was Dana White, who Dana White, who's not even a Republican, by the way. Right. So the issue is either the Bud Light battle is over, it's done, move on, have a nice day, and there's no reason to ever talk about it, or you need to be on the offensive and make statements about Bud Light and and keep the pressure up. But that's not happening. Kid Rock said it's over. We gave him a black eye. That's what they deserved. Now it's time to move on. Dana White saying they're the best by their product. Yeah, yeah, he accepted one hundred and five million dollars. You can move For on. Sure. I don't think that's lost on people though. Every I get, I hear from this from people all the time. They're like, "Oh, did you hear he sold out?" Blah blah blah. I still like Dana White, but he sold out. That's what I'm hearing. From I people. think people need to boycott UFC. Yeah, that's been a tough one. Exactly, you- and that's why Bud Light did it. Bud Light knows you. You will not boycott UFC. Luke won't do it. I like watching Look, the exactly. No, no, hey, the hey, seriously. Hey, unbelievable. I, I never said I would. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm admittedly in this. So you so seize like, the narrative I, from them, scream in the woke faces, they gave us what we wanted and we win, or you say, I book at UFC. I'll you like will not trick point me. out how Dana looked like a goofball laughing and smiling and telling people to drink gallons of fake. alcohol. I'm like, what? For sure. Fake. For yeah, sure. Super fake. But the fact that people won't boycott UFC and I got to tell you, I don't uh, this show does not have the influence to even consider that. Right. Anybody watching this show can comment and say whatever they want about the boycott. By all means, please do so. But y'all know 
UFC will never be boycotted. And people will make up excuses for why they shouldn't have to boycott UFC. They're going to say, oh, it's it's a false equivalence. I mean, UFC isn't doing the same thing. Aligning with a foreign corporation that pushed trans ideology on children. You're saying UFC is in the clear? Okay, have a nice day. I don't know. No, I, I agree in that sense. Like, look, You can't even get Republicans to vote in Republican primaries. Yeah. Scott Pressler can. He's done an incredible job, which is why we teamed up with him. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So our next ultra-right beer can actually has a QR code. When you scan it, it's going to go to Scott Pressler's organization to register people to vote. That guy's awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah, he crushes it. All right, let's grab some more uh, Super Chats. What have we here? Let's see. Uh, what do we have here? Vosh says, bro, I hope it all works out and dude is legit, but you drank something that someone handed handed you out of the back of their van unsolicited. <laughs> did it say free candy on the side? Uh, wait. It said puppies. It, it did. The THC number so is the, high the, on that, the dude though. from Zenjoy was actually, I believe, doing a delivery to a, uh, a local... Uh, a local market and he was talking with the owners about the the the, the, the product drop off and he was like yeah i've got some if you want it did he know you guys beforehand yeah. oh cool yeah he recognized me and was like oh man would you try some i'll be product? honest that he stuff's was, delicious and i want another one there's a big case. It, should i not drink too many of them is that okay luke you're the ashwagandha yeah, guy. the lavender one yeah thanks. i'm taking a break from ashwagandha like in people just, should take breaks like a month at a time kind of thing no i longer than that like okay. take a break for like six months to a year this one is oh it's also got the lemon balm yeah i'm not concerned about a dude who was dropping off product to a store and then i took some of the like a case of the product that he was bringing to the store that would have been pretty well planned if this was the moment to take out the tim cast yeah, i like the like, honey yeah. they use honey too that's cool yeah it's it tea. goes good in the spin drift which is also a drink that i like i just respect the hustle man zen joy is his drink and uh Dude was working really hard, working on the back of his I'll van. That's the American spirit right I'll tell there. you the alchemy of this. If you have Spindrift or some other delicious sparkling water with real fruit juice and you add another drink to it, like a kombucha or perhaps a Zenjoy, it's a nice But experience. he said, and this was this this is what got me. He was like, you know, he, he wanted to help first responders, firefighters, police officers relax because he knows it's a very stressful job. And he, he goes and he gives them out to them for free. And then I was like, oh, you sold me. Easy. Definitely. We'll shout you out. That's, that's awesome. Thank you. Cool stuff. But it, but really, really, all, all that matters is the dude was on the hustle, man. He was working oh, hard. Know. He's an entrepreneur. I really, yeah. We should order like 100 days or something. Definitely. We should order a bunch. Yeah, I think we will. We'll order a bunch of them. They're good. Yeah. But I think Luke was saying, be careful with the ashwagandha. You can't do too much. Okay. Yeah, just do it. Um, that makes month, me want to do it. Now I'm going to look into this more. <laughs> like, yeah, what is, you have to check they, it they, out. They sell gummies. You can buy it at the store. It's just like an herb. It's in a lot of supplements. So you just want to make sure you're not consistently taking it more than a month. Some some doctors, mainline professionals, say three I'm months. Gonna take I it. say one month just to be safe. I'm but you're not a medical professional, six. so it's just all right. We got an important one here. Dylan Vestasian says, "What's the carb content of ultra right beer?" What, uh, I don't want to get this wrong. One hundred and thirty-five, I believe. Carbs? Oh no, I'm sorry. I was, I, <laughs> I was like I'm thinking damn. calories. I'm thinking that's calories. like survival. Sorry. No, food. no, no, no. Calm down, everyone. Stop <laughs> that. No, it's talking calories here. So it is not a light beer, by the way. It's a full lager, but it's a light full lager. Yeah. And I should have the carbs in front of me. I'd have to dig through my email to find that. We've had a little. It's probably like 17 or that. something. I don't know. I don't yeah. remember exactly what it is. I'm not gonna say something wrong. People are losing their mind. Is is there any fluoride in there? Most beers have a lot of fluoride. No. Uh oh, are you sure about that? The sure? water comes out of Florida. You have to talk to Ron DeSantis about. Is that. it tap water? No, but okay. So it's heated and boiled to a point where 
He's gonna. He's it's gonna. Still he, he's gonna have a problem with any freaking thing uh, I say I'm about it. I'm taking notes right now. It's distilled water. It's it's heat. It's, I guess that would be considered if it's heated and boiled. Does that make it distilled? I, I believe so. No, is that, distilled is if it distilled. if it boils and then recondenses. If right. it just boils, it you'll kill some bacteria and stuff. Oh, but I it see doesn't really. It won't remove fluoride. You need like silver filters to get out fluoride out of the water. No, reverse silver filters, stuff like that. Seriously, reverse osmosis. It's it's not easy. But uh, it's it's pretty cool. It you might could be like an unfluoridated version. Past third, maybe three we times could work on, on on some kind of like health alternative together. I, uh, I'm actually yeah. open, to, open to this. So I, there's yeah. some things that we are working on that I can't say right now on air. But I will talk to you. about Maybe after. we could do some. Um, wow. I have a good idea. I, 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 I know what I want to do. Let's talk about it off air. It's, let's talk about it off air. It's, it's it's some something healthy but that I, think I take. You, we would agree on yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So let's partner. Maybe yes, let's, let's, do let's talk about this off. Ultra right bone marrow beer juice. <laughs> with wow. I'm not saying anything. Beef liver smoothie, baby. Let's do it. beef. Arwan had a, 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 a beef liver smoothie. It was incredible. It was really, 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 really good. Liver, they discontinued it. Uh, the liver smoothie at Arwan. Yeah, they, 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 they partnered with Paul Saladino. Really good. I so like Paul Saladino let's, a let's, lot. Let's talk about it. Let's do yeah. the Luke Gerdowski beef liver um, smoothie. If you get right. Luke's face on a can, dude, I'm so in. Faust, <laughs> my, my nose won't fit. Yeah, it'll wrap my nose won't. <laughs> Faust great. says, just bought $70 sample of packs from Zenjoy to bring to work gg this product is for the boys 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 it's boys, boys. really good the lavender you can really taste the lavender it's it's spectacular lavender is not good for your testosterone well i'm just having a little bit mm. doc like holiday says one, all that work in the gym doc holiday Gone. says one year ago luke said he will never vote for trump ah i don't think I, I said that let um, him live it's okay I, I think we should be critical. I think we should hold everyone's feet to the fire. I don't know exactly what I said. Um, please show me what I said, and Kane then I'll Abel. be more more able to, of course, uh, re react to it. But uh, everyone deserves to be criticized. Kane he was drunk and asked for this. Kane Abel says, it. "Luke, who did you vote for in 2020?" Trump. You vote for Trump in 2020. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See what are people talking about. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Doc Holliday says twenty dollars for Tim calling Luke out and exposing his Trump derangement syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> voted for Trump. He said he voted for Trump. I voted for Trump. <laughs> That's funny. So. J Rob says, Tim, did you happen to see the video of the former FBI agent warning Vivek to be very careful, implying that someone might try to off him? I saw it. You know, I don't know. What do you what are you what are you supposed to think about that? I don't, right. What was it? A video of the actual it's FBI a, a agent? guy who met him and was like, "Be careful," because you know. That's reasonable for anybody running for president. Dark days. I'd, yeah. I'd like to know the scenario the movie came up with that Texas and, and, and California would be united. That's, that's how they get you to watch the movie. <laughs> right. right. It's smart. It's, yep. it takes, no, that's how Tim gets you to watch the movie. He's the secret. He, he's producer. been the salesman all along. Yeah. Like it takes people to speak Genius. up like Vivek and Elon. It takes people to speak up, but it takes people to build the systems quietly as well. Because if, if you're always just pushing people up into the front of the line, like those are the most vulnerable as well as the bravest. So there's a lot of engineers and things that are building decentralized systems that can back up the, the, the wants of these people for freedom. All right. William H has pre-ordered on iTunes and Amazon. Usually wouldn't do that, but I wanted to inflate that middle finger to the music industry. Cheers, fellas. Yeah, so just to quickly reiterate again, the original idea was a song called Is This What You Want? And it was supposed to serve as this like cheesy song where it's like, is this what you want, girl? And it's like just like club synth is pop. Is this what you need? Oh, my voice is great. Yeah, just really, gonna, really, still really, really, really bad. Killer. And the real point was that the is this what you want question was the insult to the music industry. Like, is this what you want from us? Is this what we have to do? And so you will stop insulting us. 
And then uh, when I saw it together again from the Daily Wire, I was like, no, no, we're going to do a modern. It's, it's like in the style of the weekend. Like we're, we're basically the whole thing is a parody of blinding lights. Type a one in chat if you want to see me, Tim and Carter do. Is this what you want in the style of Backstreet Boys? Well, no, 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 not Backstreet Boys. That's old school. Wait a second. That's old school. Why would I want to do oldies? We want to do more like Post Malone. Can you do a heavy metal one in the future? I feel like that that would heavy metal doesn't have so so in the future. I mean, sure. Like we we've we've got heavier rock songs. A lot of the stuff we're putting out is just like basic rock, right? And and they tell us to screw off and go off ourselves. So we're like, let's make modern synth pop as an fu to them, and we'll team up with the Daily Wire with their fu, combine them, and like here's the thing. It's more of an inside joke. The song doesn't directly say F you or anything like that. It's beautiful. We're just doing it to get it on the billboard and be like, boom, there you go, in your faces. Like, the idea is to make something that charts well enough to where they have no choice but to write about it. Devastating. To, 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 I, I want somebody, I'm not going to name the news outlets, but a bunch of them told us to F off. Like, quote, go F yourselves. Some of us called us like MAGA chuds and things like this. I want their editor to be like, I need someone to write this up. And they're going to go, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> they That's, game the system. Yes. And this is why I was like teaming up with Jeremy Boring and Michael Knowles will be bigger because how do they reject a story now about all of us? Yeah. It's one thing when they're like, screw Tim Pool, we're not going to write this up. It's another thing when they're like, no, Jeremy, we're not going to work with you. Now all of us have this song. Could you imagine if we got a gold record off it? Yeah, it'll, it'll, the, 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 they'll come from the perspective that you gamed the system. That's what Good. they won't say. No, I understand. It's, I thought, it is great. Yeah. But that will be their narrative. If it gets Watch. in a movie, does it contribute to the gold record sales? Like, do, if they say, do movie tickets, if it's in a movie, do tickets no. to the movie count? They have to buy the song or listen to the song. If you listen to the song one time, that's great. If you buy the song, it's equivalent to 150 down, uh, plays. That's why purchases are so powerful. And uh, a lot of people, a lot of big artists struggle to get any sales at all. Like yeah. the, the big, the big, the big uh, artists obviously are getting like 200,000 sales on their albums when they release them. But the average artist, even like, look, you, you name a mid-level band you've heard of that's playing big festivals, even potentially headlining, and they're not getting sales at all. Yeah. They're getting put in rotation by labels. The plays that they get, like when you look at the charts, you're like, how did that artist I've never heard of hit the Billboard Hot 100? The label that owns the rights to the music goes to the, the the streaming platforms and says, if you want top artist, you must put lower artist in rotation. Rotation guarantees they'll hit the charts because and that's how people find music. These big industries tell us to screw off and they will not. I mean, look, we release a song. We're number one on iTunes worldwide. We're we're number one in digital sales. And we are not appearing anywhere on any of these platforms or stations in terms of their trending or anything. Even on YouTube, they weren't properly categorizing us. And the, the tracking said our video didn't qualify. It's like, they, I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way. Look at Tom McDonald. He's talked about it quite a bit. He puts a song out and gets 5 million hits in a week. And they're like, nope, you don't chart. They're just, they're just basically trying to stonewall. I'm trying... I'm like, let's just flick them off and make it undeniable. They cannot win this one. We're going to win this one. I love that. Yeah, we got to get it to play uh, globally, overseas. That's where the markets, because these American markets, like, just it's in, it's inclusive. So, what, so what, like, what happened was, um, what was that? What was that one song that was like on the charts for months? What was it? Uh, Sunroof. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was called Sunroof, and that's what we were like. This is it. This is what the industry wants, 
and we'll put out and we'll go international. So let's make some like club mix garbage. This is what you want. <laughs> and then just blast it with marketing. I can see Carter's music going be hot nice. in Germany or like France. Like it's, it's definitely He's not like David Hasselhoff. <laughs> not yet. But have you seen his arms, man? He's ripped. Nice All right. Carter. Sangin Reaper says, instead of Bud Light giving money to UFC, the boycott stops and they donate to the families of the victims of the Nashville shooting who were impacted by the trans ideology that they pushed. Well, there you go. That would just require a coordinated effort. So that would mean right now, instead of just saying we will continue the boycott, it's what's the next move? If, if the argument, as Ian has pointed out, is that they're fleeing the battlefield, you can't just stand there. Now we have to say, what's phase two in the we are mad at Bud Light? Shoot them in the back as they flee. I don't know. That's probably like a route. Yeah. It just depends on what you yeah. want to do. What well, right. But what does that is, mean? What does that, what does that literally mean? Does it, does, it mean uh, uh, does it mean making videos about Bud Light? Does it mean demanding Bud Light apologize? Does it mean, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it means. Does it mean going to bars and telling them to boycott Bud Light? It's like, do you want to hurt their sales further? Or are you satisfied with this dip so that they don't do it again in the future? It's a pretty solid dip. I think most people will be satisfied with that long term. Come April, the sales are going to normalize. No, 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 no. The sales are not going to normalize. You're, no, no. no sa sales have normalized already. They've normalized to the new low. Yes. Six months, seven months ago they did. I, I understand. But that's not normalized for what they've been for decades now. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it does. It the, means the, the, the less industry, revenue. It means every mainstream. It, it, it means the, Ian's mom is going to say, but the boycott didn't work. Okay. And you're the, the beer guy is going to say, no, no. you out, Becky. No, listen, <laughs> I, I, I am telling you this. I guarantee it because Ian's told us the story over and over again. And I think Ian would agree. When the news, when the New York Times, MSNBC and CNN report, Bud Light sales have jumped to plus 2% and their stock is higher than ever. Ian's mom. That's is just gonna, admitting we're going to admit defeat on every lying narrative that the left wing media sends at us. No, I'm saying That's what's the next what move to counter this? Ian, to is, if, no, they're still if, down. If, if, if your mom watched on, that doesn't mean anything to Ian's mom. Well, I, I don't care about Ian's mom. No, if it's your mom, she's pretty she's badass. Lovely. I, how do I, you? She can, does listen I to reason. Back, how do you win a culture war if you don't care about regular Americans? No, I, I didn't say I didn't care about regular. Americans. A regular American but is going to see. Watch all CNN. she does is watch CNN and MSNBC. And so, how do we win the narrative? How do we win the culture war? We need to take people who who are, right now the narrative needs to be indistinguishable, unequivocally. Everyone goes, "Wow, Bud Light." They, they, they're, they're done. But, and you think you're going to win the narrative with Sean Strickland or any of these other alternatives? Bud Light no. needs to make a statement. You need either either you say right now we won or you double down. But, there is no do nothing. but you think we saying we won here at Timcast is somehow going to get dispersed among MSNBC and CNN. They're going to say, well, they won. Yes. Tim Tass claimed it. Yes, I, yes, I do. Uh, I feel I, like see, 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 the issue is you're acting no like way. I'm the only one saying it. No, I'm saying I'm I agree with Kid Rock. I'm saying you're the only one. Kid saying Rock it. comes out and says we. No, but no one buys it from Kid Rock or Dana. But then conservatives they all say they lost. took a hundred and five. They always you freaking lose. lose because they most conservatives then don't the try. Best name for them starts then with stop P. Stop I'm not going to ever stop trying, and that's why I've, our company's given 150 grand this year, which is nothing. So what's because what's phase we two? Care about what's phase two? Phase two is continue. Holding the line. That means do nothing. Do, Bud Light. Do nothing Bud, means stop buying a product. They already stopped buying it. No, but for, they they've done stopped. it for 30 years and a lot People already of stopped buying it. Now what do they've they do? You for, could consider it a win. fortification tactic. So we've taken yeah. the line. They've fled. Now we fortify this okay. area that we wanted. What I'm telling you is that come April, 
Bud Light is going to stage going to another frontal assault. They're, no, they're not going to do any assault. You think they're, they're going to come out the Dylan Mulvaney ad No, too? I'm telling you, the media is going to report in April the boycott lost, and people like Ian's mom are going to hear that and tell you it doesn't work. They're going to go to the marketing departments at their companies and their tech outlets and say boycotts don't and work. And do you think Bud Light is going to say, we won this so much, we're does, coming out with a Dylan yes. Mulvaney ad too? But that's bull, not what I said. Bull. I'm asking. That's what I'm asking. Now, now, now let's, if, if let's, actually, won, let's actually argue what, what I was saying. Do. That's what, what I'm trying to argue. Not, not, let's argue right, what so, I'm actually so, saying. Which is what? When CNN, the New York Times, MSNBC, and all these big media outlets that we are constantly battling with over narrative control report to the average American the boycott failed. The, their, their, their stock is back above where their it was. Their stock's already back. Exactly. And then they can, so you and then, claim victory now? And then they're going to say, and, and yes, you declare victory now because they just- Why the stock's already back? Because it came back because they gave us what we wanted. Then you- You can't, it happened two days ago or whatever the hell it was. You can't say the stock didn't just come back in the last two days. The stock came back in November. Before this happened. Before what happened? The whole uh, day the, of- the, the UFC, No, the UFC thing was November. The stock started to rebound. Within the last week, you're saying? No, no, no. The stock rebounded in November around the time the UFC deal was announced. Around the time or before or after? Around, it's, I mean, if you want to track day by day, you can go look well, at Well, that's it. what we'd have to do to make so, an argument. The narrative is going to be among average people who are working for big companies, conservatives can't hold a boycott. This is going to happen, and I'm asking you what your plan is. I, I think that... If, I won't even tell you what to do. By all means, don't buy Bud Light. I'm asking you, what is your plan? Again, I think if you go back to if you're if you're going to say the plan is that we if if they are still down 20 something percent in April. And so the media is going to come out in, line in say, April. They're going to say we're up two percent. I understand from being just like we've had to do with the nobody knows and that. everything else. I, no one knows that unless we're out there pushing. But I'm just not going to not tell the truth because I'm afraid. No one ever said no, no one ever said don't do that. That's not the argument. I'm just going to make a The argument after. is what is <laughs> I love your mom. What is the plan? For the media's play in April, they will do this. What's your strategy? The strategy is to give the the narr the opposite narrative or to give the truth to what that is. I'm not saying the truth always wins. It doesn't always win. Right. But I'm going to fight for the truth going forward. For the record, that's our deal. My in mom our company. in this and metaphor. So that's, that's, that's not even that. Right. I don't. I don't disagree. The point is, what is the the strategy for com competing against a widespread media narrative, especially the beer industry? We're going to see the beer tracking companies that reported the loss reporting Bud Light has is recovering, their stock is up, and their growth is here. Okay, but I so I know the people in the beer industry. They're down a crap load of money right now. They're not going to be able to... These distributors who are... What does that have to do with what I said? Th these distributors who are down 30-something percent right now, if they're only down 20-something percent in a few months, they're not going to be able to pretend it's back. They have advertising no one dollars. said they're going so to per pretend. per case of beer... That is sold. They have a certain amount of money that they're giving back from these big distributors. So uh, we uh, want the brands. message to be for all co corporations: if you support Dylan Mulvaney, we w you will lose money. Which would be exactly what that happened. Except come April, there. their stocks recovered and their sales are in growth. A, a 0.02 percent sales growth is not enough I said to 2%, make up. Okay, but we're, even two percent. We're making up any number, but, but it doesn't matter. Stocks recovered and the company is growing. They're going to say the boycott's over. You cannot say the company is. You can say, you can play word games to say it's growing when you're when you're still twenty five percent less than you were a year before. No, in April, year over year, a they year will, and they, a half before. In, in, in April, year over year, they will see growth. That's the point. You can make the claim of growth, but you're still down twenty five percent from what you've been for decades. But that's not the point. The point is, well, no, that's say, a big point to distributors who are getting. We creamed. want to win a culture war. I Not agree. a beer war. I the agree. beer is a component of the war. It's Agreed. a single battle. 
if they run this narrative, what's the plan? I mean, so, so you're just saying, so we have to always fight, be on defense for any lie no, that I'm the saying, mainstream media wants to make I'm, up and sell I'm saying, people, what's, or, what's your offensive strategy? Again, the truth. But that's not a You're saying words. What, what are you, you going to do? You're saying all they're going to say is words. Which the media is, is going to mass report going to imply, beer sales numbers are up. And they're going to not going to be able to say that beer sales numbers are up. Yes, they are. Fact over over year over year. Yes, fact. Okay, so we we got wiped out a year ago, and we've come back this much, which means like, the boycott's that takes, over. That does not take a lot to argue that. And so you're going to see across so the gonna, board conservative boycott fails, Bud Lights and growth. They're going to have their spokesperson come out, and they're going to say, "We can see after a long time our our mission." And just everyone's going to be silent, and no one's going to respond to that and say, "Hey, by the way, they're still down twenty five Is anyone going to boycott UFC? Is anyone going to call out no, Dana White? Is anyone going to call Kid Rock? Conversation now. No, no, That's I'm, I'm, I'm saying, saying who's going to speak up. Well, I'll speak up on Tim Cast when I can. Right. My point is this: there has to be a strategy, and right now the only strategy people has, and all of the chat is, "I will do nothing." As if, and that will destroy a brand as it has. They're already diverting hundreds of millions of dollars of advertising outside of the Bud Light brand, and they're giving it to other companies within their organization, obviously. Right. So then we need to declare victory. I think it's already a victory. Yeah. I'm not going to So the narrative that. needs to be we won. Have a nice day. That's my point. What's what's the plan? Agreed. The plan is either we say we win or we go on the offensive. No, I, I think won. we say we won and we continue the boycott. Sure. And, and, and the point, so you just continue marching. You don't go into. You don't pursue the route. You just you to, you to settle the area, and then you continue the march, which is the boycott. I mean, I don't know about this analogy, but the sure. analogy is: you win the battle, they flee. You can either chase them down by boycotting all of their brands, or you can yeah, hold no the line and then continue that. the march, which is holding the boycott. Rather than be like, rather than telling people to buy beer, which is a retreat, right? You just continue the march. You you do not buy Bud Light. Correct. That's a that's a option. Where are you marching to? Now we're just getting weird. I, I feel I feel like the end result of this is that the the impact of the Bud Light thing it was over as of like June, the sales that were gone aren't were gone. Nothing else happened after that. Just narrative stuff. Just periodically being like, oh wow, some guy got fired, someone resigned. Since then, nothing has really happened. And so we can be like, we did it. But there needs to be a like this. This is why no, I, I think we absolutely. This is why I think I we're with talking over each other a little bit. I absolutely believe we claim victory. And this is why Kid this. Rock said, we did it, guys. We gave him the black eye. But the difference We're is good. they're going out and say, go buy it again. Dana White is. Dana, that's I'm sorry. Right. Kid Dana Rock White was, was I don't know a what bit he, more see his flaccid and just like, look, we gave him the black eye. They deserved it. We got what we wanted yeah. out of it. Okay. And so with Kid Rock saying that as the guy who opened fire on the Bud Light, which really created the viral moment, which led to a widespread boycott, you can now say, ha, 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 we win. When we boycott, we get what we want. Right. Terrify all the other companies and say, we'll get exactly what we want if you but, cross us. But I think if, if you let $105 million say, hey, we're going to start buying it all again, I think you lose it real quick. They well, just that's say, Dana oh, White. we just pay them off. Then Dana White needs to be publicly called out by everyone at every point. Agreed. Yeah. All right. We got to go to the, the members let, only let show. Let me say this about my mom because we used her I'm as an sorry excuse. About all no, no, those. I, just, I love your mom. It's very clear. Uh, as, a, as the normie perspective, they see the news, they believe what they see. But she's also intelligent enough that if you explain they're down 25% from 10 years and they're going to say 2% to make it look like they're growing, she'll understand immediately that that's bull crap. Right. Yeah. She'll and my point is, I want the guy who works at, you know, Wonder Bread to be like, oh man, if we do these campaigns, we're going to lose a lot of money. If the narrative inverts because everyone just stops and does nothing and says nothing, they're going to say, oh, but didn't that thing fizzle out? I just saw on, on CNN, they said that their, their sales are up and their stock is at an all-time high. We'll have to look for articles when they claim revenue increase they will. and call it out. 
and already their stock has completely recovered. And then we can do the numbers on top of what they were two years ago. And be it, like, I got to be honest. Up two percent, down twenty seven percent. So you're it, down. It, it, it is wild that their yeah. stock has completely recovered despite being down in. Space. Yeah, in early November it jumped from fifty five to sixty five in like half a month. Well, I guess. Bill, Bill Gates bought a lot of stock. But that, that was wasn't in November. Saying. All right, we got to go to the members show. So smash the like button, subscribe to this channel, share the, share the show with your friends. Head over to TimCast.com. We are a little bit late, but we'll be up in a couple minutes. You can follow the show at TimCastIRL. You can follow me personally at TimCast. Seth, you want to shout anything out? Visit ConservativeDad.com. Get the Conservative Dads Real Women in America calendar. Love being here at Seth Weathers on X, formerly known as Twitter. Thank you so much for coming on. We'll start that conversation on fluoride very soon. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on. It was awesome. My YouTube channel is youtube.com forward slash we are change. I've been working really hard on that YouTube channel. I do lives. I do shorts. I do videos. There's 20 plus years of videos on there. Uh, click the channel and click most popular. Be prepared to be surprised. Today's video was on the dark history of Harvard. Uh, I'm somewhat close to a million subscribers. It'll be cool to have. Subscribe youtube.com forward slash we are change. I'm Ian Crossland. Uh, and I apologize for the, the grainy voice. I was therapeutically screaming Pearl Jam 10 the other night doing a release. Oh, it felt so good. I mean, it was just really felt good. And uh, speaking of musicians with grainy voices, I interviewed Dickie Barrett today from The <laughs> Defiant. Fantastic human on my YouTube channel, X channel, things like that. So go subscribe to me all over the internet and check out that interview with Dickie. It was a lot of fun. I love you guys. Serge, take it away. Yeah, you looked at me when you said musician with, with uh, grainy voice. My voice is kind of grainy right now too. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. But uh, yeah, cheers, mate. Um, Let's get to the after show, Tim. We'll see you all over. At, uh, we will see you all at TimCast.com. Thanks for hanging out. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.